You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Yes, it is. Welcome to another exciting edition of your show. That's right. It's the Kickout Crew. I want to thank everybody for the positive feedback last week's episode. I thought it was one of our best. I thought it was truly hilarious. You know, <laughs> me in general. I'm kidding. Uh, everybody was awesome. Uh, you know, the guys are doing some uh, really good stuff here, and I'm just lucky to be along. Uh, that being said, thank everybody for the questions positive feedback and uh oh where can you leave those questions well it's on all of our socials that is kickout crew on all of those platforms and uh be sure to watch clips on youtube and be sure to watch full episodes uh through premiere streaming network that being said hope uh you don't have to have the micro uh, microscope out to see us this week but hey i digress uh if you like what we're doing be a friend and tell a friend or tell whoever <laughs> like we covered last week but uh yeah, I'm ready to get this episode rolling. And uh, fuck, that's enough of me talking because uh, I've got a lot more later. So uh, I guess it's time to move it on over to Brad. So Brad, what you got for us this week? Hey, everybody. 2024 is here. How do you feel? Any different? <laughs> anyway, I'll, let you, couple... I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple of things this week that got on my nerves a little bit. So my son is without a car right now. Uh, it is something I'm dealing with. So I have to pick him up at work and I had to pick him up at work after the show last week and it was midnight almost. So I am sitting in the parking lot and he works at a uh, bar and grill, like a, a restaurant bar and grill. So I'm just, I park and there's no one in the parking lot. Like the place is closing up. You know, there's a big parking lot, big empty is what I'm getting at. I think we've talked about that before when there's not a lot there and I just park. Well, anyway, someone pulls up right next to me. And they, it looks like they're looking to go into the bar. Now, since COVID, bars have been closing a little earlier, even though they post that they're open until 2 a.m. Some of them are just closing at midnight. Or they just say, hey, let's see how this goes. So anyway, I'm, I'm, I think they wanted to go in. And it's an older couple, older than me. Let's just say that. Older than me, which makes them an older couple. And they park real right next to me and real close to me. Doesn't bother me any because I'm, I'm not getting out of the car. But the lady can't open her door. Okay. So she is knocking on her window or knocking on my window saying, hey, can you move your car? I said, what? Can you move your car? Now, again, I'm looking around this parking lot and I'm the only one in it. Okay. And them right next to me. So because I was there first, right? They parked next to me and make she can't get out. I have to move. Not your husband that drove in there. I have to move. I said, no, I'm good. Thank you. 
So then she doesn't even get out of the car. He goes out the door. It's closed anyway. But the point is this. How would you think that's okay? Like, I'm not, I don't know. She wasn't being rude or anything. Like, to me, like, she wasn't being like a bitch about it. But why wouldn't the world, would the person there first have to move his car? If there's 50 other spaces anyway, and you're the one that parked there. You're the one that got too close to me. Unbelievable. So I always order my um, coffee ahead of time at Dunkin' Donuts. You know, by, by the time I get there, you know, it's just like I walk in and I walk out. So you never realize how important some people are to a place until they're not there. Now, you people may not think that Dunkin' Donuts Donut, Donut is a glamorous job, and it probably isn't. But there are still people that are very good at what they do, and they make your life easier. So when certain people aren't there, things just tend out to go run as smooth. I have a couple of people I always say hi to. They, they hand me my coffee. It's always very pleasant. So they're not there. And I get there and there's like 30 people in this Dunkin' Donuts, right? And everybody's just standing around pissed off because their stuff's not ready. And mine, guess what? Mine's not ready either. Now, I ordered it like 10 minutes ago. That's, that's plenty of time to make my coffee with three creams. So I get there and I'm waiting. And then there's this, there's always the one. You know how everybody has to ask the people behind, hey, did you get this order yet? Like all of a sudden they're butting themselves in line by being rude, right? Well, everybody's in line. But she says, I'm sorry, are these orders over here on the table, were they ordered ahead of time? And they said, yes. She goes, oh, no, no, no. The people in the store that are ordering at the counter have precedence over them. Now, it's early in the morning. I'm not looking to get into any kind of fight. <laughs> but that is not true, okay? I avoid the line by ordering ahead. Everybody's in line, Okay. It doesn't matter if you ordered from home or you ordered there. Now, people might disagree with that. But just because I am savvy enough to download, savvy enough to download the Dunkin' app and order ahead, doesn't mean that you should get your stuff ahead of me. Even so, I don't have my stuff anyway. So I, I, I wanted to tear into her for that. But I'm like, you know what? We're not going to. I'm just going to chill. So I'm waiting, waiting. All of a sudden, someone, one of the employees leaves. 11 o'clock in the morning, her shift's over. Everybody is daggers at this girl. And I'm thinking, you know, again, not the most glamorous job in the world. She's probably been there since four or five o'clock in the morning and her shift's over and her manager says she can leave. She can leave and you don't have anything to say about it. Okay. I want to leave on time. You know, I stay late a lot at work. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I close, which means we, we close at seven o'clock in the winter. Eight o'clock in the summer, uh, and it's half the year, eight o'clock, half the year, seven o'clock. But I don't leave at that time, okay? If there's someone in the store, we stay till the deal's done. All right. I, but, but on Thursdays, that is the day I get to leave earlier than we close. And I'm leaving. No matter how busy we are, I'm leaving because I'm owed that. And this girl is owed her time as well. And just because your bitch ass didn't get your coffee in under 10 minutes doesn't mean this girl can't go home and spend time with her family. Ran over. Back she's probably days. she's probably an hourly employee. So she are they going to pay her more to stay over? Is she going to get in trouble for staying she's over? Probably not allowed to work overtime. Exactly. That's kind of <laughs> what I was getting at. Like you probably have to go. Like we're not going to pay you more. See it. But it's as not, a, life's uh, not always perfect. Sometimes you got to wait extra time for your stuff. Sometimes people get behind. Some people just are learning their job. Maybe it's somebody's first day there. As Listen, an ex food manager, I will say. You kind of like bounce back and forth between your online orders and your in-store orders. Because technically, the in-store people ordered after you, correct? Wouldn't that make you yeah. first in line? 
Yes. Hello. <laughs> you know, I I get what they meant to. I don't think they said it right, but you have to bounce back and forth. If you're busy, you just have to bounce back and forth. There are people that are actually there that are yeah. set there for the online orders. There are people that are actually there for the in-store orders. Now, well, there's there going to be some overlap. There's always going to be some overlap because some people are busy. Some people aren't are busy with sometimes one of them is lacking. You know, you don't you feel in where you have to. I, I'm yeah. I'm just pissed. I mean, I, I do extra stuff at work. I don't have to do sometimes. But if I have my job, my specific job and I'm busy yet, I got to do it. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Brian. Put that up. He sent me a message. I forgot all about this picture I sent him. I sent it to him and I've had four or five drinks last night. So this uh, Christmas morning, right? I open this up and I read the back <laughs> of it. I saw the pictures on Facebook. <laughs> this is the Happy Nuts collection. I completely forgot about this, Brian. I appreciate it because I forgot I even sent it to you. Make sure application area is dry. Apply a small amount of lotion to your nuts, thighs, or any areas that... Nuts. I love that they said nuts, by the way. Experience any other area that, that wetness or chafing. Allow a few moments to dry as silky powder as a silky powder optional do a happy dance to help drive faster <laughs> like a deb walks in and you're just like gyrating it <laughs> i mean uh wash your hands after application yeah thank god for that and then voila happy nuts this was one of my gifts for christmas i also got a bottle of prime wrapped she just likes to have she just likes to put more gifts out than i give her i swear <laughs> anyway um Thanks for listening to me rant this week, guys. And uh, again, back to you, James. I wish we had that picture where you had your leg hiked all the way up. <laughs> I was laughing at that. You're in the happy dance. <laughs> so funny. Make sure the area is dry. No sweaty balls when you be yeah. putting this That's the whole point? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I like it. Good stuff, right? Good stuff. Uh, So, uh, is it time to... Book of Mania? I don't know, Devin, is it? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's fucking do it, dude. I guess uh, it's Devin's turn. One of our listeners, friend of the show, Mike Bober, uh, presented an idea where we all kind of book our uh, own mania uh, moving forward. And, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Time out. Isn't that like cockamania? It. Yep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I guess technically yeah. it is. <laughs> Cockamania too. Cockamania is running wild, baby. <laughs> okay. Uh. So, Devin, <laughs> you're up this week. So, what you got for us? All right. So, these obviously, I'm probably probably not gonna get nights one and night two correctly, but like, so these are my guesses. They can be on either show. But for night one, I have the team of Bobby Lashley, Montez Ford, and Angelo Dawkins versus Carrying Cross and his partners the returning authors of pain spoiler uh next would be gunther defending his intercontinental title against chad gable uh i think kevin owens is gonna go against austin theory uh he might have um grayson waller by his side and uh, ko have like a mystery partner or returning someone or something i think Sami Zayn is gonna end up coming back and facing Drew McIntyre. Uh, Rhea Ripley is going to be defending her, her title against Becky Lynch. Uh, Seth Rollins in the main event will be defending his title against the man who won the Royal Rumble, CM Punk. Oh! And then on night two, 
We got the Creed Brothers, who I believe will be the tag team champions at this point. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Mania, baby. The Creed Brothers and Mania. <laughs> Defending oh. their titles against DIY. And uh, I can't remember Kaiser's partner, but Kaiser and uh, his partner in a tables, ladders, and chairs match. Oh. Just because okay. I feel like we haven't had one of those in a long time. And now that Triple H is running stuff, why not? Uh, I think Oscar and Kyrie will face the current tag team champions, uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter. Shout out, Caden. Shout out. I think, I think this year at Mania we're getting a rematch from last year with Rey Mysterio versus Dom Mysterio. <laughs> I did not think that was where you're gonna go. That's. <laughs> Uh, we're getting the Usos clash as I think Jay's going to be facing Jimmy and Solo's going to be on the outside. I don't really know. We won't really know who he's going to be with. Um, Jade Cargill, who's suspected to debut at some point versus Nia Jax. So I think that could be a big win for her. Then I think Bailey at some point is going to get kicked out of the group and she's going to go up against the current women's champion, Io Sky. You know, then, I, can I can I yeah. interrupt that for a second? I I really feel that way too. I want that, but man, things have changed a little, haven't it? She's taking control of the faction. I don't like it. <laughs> did you notice that? I did. I feel that. like that uh, they're not going to accept it either. Yeah, oh, I hope not. I hope not. She just has a different like. All of a sudden, her attitude is different again. Like now, it's like she's on board. I, I hope I'm wrong. I want to. I want that. I want that. Go ahead, Devin. I'm sorry. No, you're good. And last one is uh, my main event. Cody Rhodes is going to be facing Roman Reigns for that. Who wins? Can I get a winner on this WWE title? Yeah, I think Cody's finishing the story. If it if he doesn't, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> right? What if he doesn't? What if he doesn't win? I have a feeling he won't. I think they oh. want to do that break uh, Hogan's record thing. Yeah, if he doesn't win, I think one more year will break Hogan's record. They're gonna riot in Philly if he doesn't win. I'm telling you, they're gonna riot. It'll be worse than it'll be worse than the Rumble with Roman. I'm telling you, they want them booze, baby. You know, they'll want them booze, especially especially if there's a bullshit finish. Like, oh, I don't know, the bloodline interferes for the umpteenth time. Look, I know how you guys feel about Philly, but you have to. They want no bullshit like that. They want (laughs) they don't want anything obvious, and and they want believe me, Philly wants. Wouldn't Cody winning be obvious? I think Philly wants it. You're right. But is it? It's obvious last year to me. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I tell you. If he goes a fourth year. <laughs> wrestling nine times a year. <laughs> Isn't it funny how he was in the main event of WrestleMania's, him and Brock and all the, him and Triple H, all that stuff, like four straight years, booed out of the building every time. He's been the main event, like in Mania and all this, all these other years, and people dig it. Like, it's just crazy how, how things change. He, he he'll turn, man. I, it just it just worked. It worked, and 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 absence grew. You know the heart grows found uh, you know fonder. Uh, he was gone for a long time, and come back jacked, ass kicker, on every week though. Now not so much. <laughs> Speaking of coming back jacked, AJ. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go AJ and Randy Orton are two people right now. I'm thinking that I didn't even put in WrestleMania. <laughs> so. Another one that I'm thinking right now about is uh I think Ricochet is gonna face Logan Paul 
for that U.S. title. They had a couple matches that were pretty good, and I just feel like they'll clash somewhere and end up running that. What about back. LA Knight? You didn't put LA Knight anywhere on the card. Yeah. Oh, well, he could be the one facing Logan Paul, I guess. Uh, so Brian just Brian just put in the chat um, that he thinks Gun- uh, Gunther is going to beat Roman in August. So I guess that he's talking about SummerSlam. Who am I rooting for, Brian? Who the fuck am I rooting oh, for? The out of those bash in Berlin. When's the bash in Berlin? Dude? I I was actually going to say it's the bash in Berlin. You have Gunther versus okay. Roman, and you make it the big one. If Gun if Roman wins, he breaks Hogan's record. If not, Gunther ends the reign in Germany in his, you know. Okay, so they'll be cheering for for him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I got to confuse. It'll be the same thing, like a clash at the castle, elimination chamber. Mm-hmm. The hometown. I don't see the hometown boy winning, but it'd be exciting. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I don't want it to get that far, but anyway, great. It'll probably great. be Drew again. I bet that's in his backyard. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back to you, James. I guess because that Devin sure is fuck not going to say it. <laughs> Back to you, James. Hell yeah, got a good card. I'm uh, glad you put uh, some good thought in that and everything, and explored all the options, man. I'm- Really proud. Uh, that being said, moving on. And what better way to watch wrestling than with some food? <laughs> so, my, or what are we doing right now? Yeah, well, it ain't going to be me. We know that. <laughs> hey, well, today I got pull apart pizza sliders. Sauce <laughs> <laughs> and cheese, huh? <laughs> <laughs> You want to get your rolls or pepperoni? There you yeah, go. Yeah, you can get like those Hawaiian rolls they have. Yeah. It's already made. Put them in there, slice them open, and slice them right in half. And here's your meat. You want to add the jumbo pepperoni. There's your meat. <laughs> Stuff that inside <laughs> of it. Yeah. Woo! Again. Yeah. <laughs> What's next, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Then you want to get you some sticks of the string cheese. Oh. That right there melts a little bit better. Put that right there in the middle. Yeah. Stuff it inside. Mm. Then you can uh, you coat it with a little bit of garlic butter. Sprinkle some Italian season on there. And take some shredded Parmesan. Sprinkle that on top. Sprinkle that on top. You want to cook it at like 300 degrees for about 15, 20 minutes. Just I really wish it was 250. Warm, get that cheese. What? 250, right? Three days. No, no, 300. <laughs> 300. Get that cheese nice and melted. Get everything nice and warm. Take it out and you serve it with your little cider marinara sauce. It's a perfect little thing of food getaway. I like it. I like you. You got me at the mozzarella sticks, the ones you peel. Yes, right? you had, well, you had to use those ones because they, they melt easier yeah. and they're so much easier for it. Freaking starving. <laughs> starving Marvin. Yeah, good one. Hey, welcome, Adam. What's going on, guys? Where you been? I had to go uh, about an hour away to go pick up a transmission from my daughter's car. How many transmissions is too many transmissions, Adam? This is a different vehicle altogether, and, <laughs> and I hate Ford for this particular reason. So I heard that they're only open on Thursdays at six to seven. Is that true? No, but I have to go get the car and then go get the transmission. 
All right, cool. Well, well welcome. Alabama's welcome. hours of operation, Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> I got a show tomorrow, so today uh, yeah. was kind of like the day I had to get it done. And yesterday, I, I found out yesterday what it was. It was either pay $3,500 for um, what they call it, a transmission, uh, it's kind of like a rebuild, or I can just get a whole other transmission for $600. Mm-hmm. Mm. And have it put in for like another five. There you go. When are you driving to Jersey? February? I'll probably ride with somebody. <laughs> Let me know. I'll blame you. I like that shirt. But I got the Boots and Seeks comic for Christmas. Yeah, when's Arn's book coming out, huh? <laughs> it's on Jeez. the pre-order right now. You can pre-order it at uh, <laughs> Arnsbook.com. If you want to piss off R and ask him about it, because he's like, I am so sorry. I don't, I would go take a ship myself to get it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. we're rambling. Back to hey, you, Jay. BeckyLynchbook.com right now on pre orders. You can pre order it and she'll autograph it. Yeah. Great job on Jeopardy, Becky. Rude. Freaking negative at the end. Negative, Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, uh, What's next on the uh, thing? We can do the list, or we can do as an in-ring performer. How about we do both? But which one first, huh? <laughs> Thanks, Brad. That's what I was fucking getting at. Let's just get these. <laughs> let's just get these freaking rankings over with. Uh, <clears throat> I can't right, Mike, it's time for uh, the hottest uh, part of this. Uh, it's going to be <laughs> hot after this week. I'll tell you this much. Uh, so let's go ahead with these rankings, man, because I am thrilled about this list. All right, so let's get this list pulled up. Boom. There it is. And as you see, added onto the list, we have Jey Uso, Edge, Solo, Chad Gabe, Chris Stantlander, and Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah, thanks so for was, spoiling it. What happened to Chad Gabriel? Hold oh, on yeah, a second. He, uh, he got mixed out. Hold on a second. Is this the entire list? This is what we have right now. Yeah, this is number 25 through 30. But this is it, right? This is the last week, correct? This is the last week. So so we have, we have a bonus episode coming up right after we put this part up. It's too much thinking. I hope this is the last one. It's too many names, too much thinking. Well, who's missing, Adam? Randy Orton. Who else? Oh, Roman Reigns. Huh, what the fuck are we doing? Well, if you get somewhere we can add some other people on here. I cannot believe the glasses came off this early. <laughs> What so, are we, what we is, have Jay Uso. Yeet. Yeet. Where do we think we need to put him at? I'm thinking top five. No one. Not at over Cody. Six. I'd put him over Dominic. I wouldn't put him over Dominic. Dominic's been the uh, North American champion for months. He just now lost it. But is he a main eventer? Uh, he has been on NXT, and he just had a match with uh, CM Punk at, in New York. Yeah, but we haven't watched that yet. Well, it was a live thing. It wasn't videotaped. 
<clears throat> Jay Uso has right. one of these titles other than the tag title. So what do we put him at? Number seven, right under Dom. Because he's had a hell of a run, I think. He's 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 every, he, he's one of the ones saving the day every week at the end of the show. I don't think he goes over Christian Cage. Yeah, I know because Christian Cage has been doing so. Well, I'll tell you who he definitely goes over over Mr. Swerve Strickland, who didn't win the freaking tournament. I'll go with that. I'll put him in between Christian Cage and Swerve Strickland. I'm with that too. Fine, that works. Thanks, right, Brad. Cool. Well, I'm I'm a, I actually I want to move Strickland down this week. No, we will get there. I wish, I wish uh, our producer knew how to mute his phone. That one we don't hear the. Dee, 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 dee. No, no, no. That's part of the show. Yes, it's <laughs> part of the show. We like that. <laughs> yeah, people said they liked it. Nobody said and that. Now, but, uh... <laughs> it sounds like Mrs. Pac-Man eating the little things when she's going in circles. Well, last week it was great when we were like mesmerized by it. Like, wow. And now and we have Uso was Uso was all capitalized like Jay Uso. Rated our superstar. Edge, aka Adam Copeland. Uh, so this is interesting. We're hold on a second, Adam. We're recording before, uh, just for everybody knows, we're recording before the pay per view. Um, by the time this airs, it'll be after the pay per view. I think a lot could be said of what happens at that pay per view of where this guy goes. Don't you agree? No, I don't think it has to do much with anything because up until now, he ain't done shit this year. Yeah, I th- he's had a few good matches. I mean, he's had a good debut and stuff like that, but that's pretty much it to me. Has he been any um, kind of champion this year? No. Okay. I don't think he's been I'm a champion for anything since he's been back. I'm about to catch him for this. I wouldn't even put him in the top 20. Hmm. Well, what'd you think about at 20? At least Jimmy's been a tag champion this year. I don't give a damn about no damn title. Oh, my gosh. Now he's wrestled more. But has he wrestled more main event matches? He's only wrestled a couple main event matches, correct? He's only wrestled a couple of matches this year because WWE wouldn't use him. He was afraid he'd get hurt. He had his going away party match. Yeah, I can't remember what he did with Wrestle. I can't even remember what he did at WrestleMania, honestly. All right, so let's put him at number 21. Because he has to be up there somewhere. He's, I mean, the matches he has had has done something. I uh, I kind of agree with 21, right under Braun Breaker, who's been a mainstay, main eventer on NXT all year, and so was 20, champion for the oh, beginning part. Then. So then below Braun Breaker, I'm fine with that. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's okay. Right, it's, actually, it's actually James. 23. Because... You good with that one? Yeah, it's y'all's list. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, James? You don't, you don't like it, James? Uh, I think that uh, we, out of spite for me, uh, didn't put in one name. Oh, yeah, because Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns should be there, but not the, the Cowboys so should. go on ahead. Y'all's, oh, uh, y'all's list. We can put Triple H on there for you, James. Y'all's list. Go ahead. He has heart problems. No, yeah. That's rude. Solo. He's been part of the bloodline. Hasn't done too much besides beat John Cena. But, again, always in the main event. Somehow, some somehow, some somehow, right above Jimmy. I, I put him, I definitely put him above Jimmy. And like I said, I think we need to talk about moving Swerve down since he's gonna be with Keith Lee this we week. We will get there. Freaking Swerve, we do, this shit the bed. do this list and we will get there. 
<laughs> it's all a work in the making. Put him over Logan. Put him over Logan. Yeah, I was thinking 16, 17, yeah. So let's put him right, right, up, right there in between Becky and Tiffany Stern. I said between Tiffany and Logan. Yeah, I agree. Okay, that works. Yeah, I can deal with that. I can go with that. Yeah, I like, I like that, yeah. Okay, now what about Chad Gable? Again, again, he's always in it. He's always given a good match. He hasn't won anything, right? I mean, he might have been tag champs once, right? Or no, not this year. No, no, they didn't win it. Um, no. but like those matches he had with Gunther. But again, I'm on a match. Good time too. Very good airtime. But how do you put him over? Um, how do you put him over anybody? You better can't. I mean, Speedball Mike Bailey. We had we keep moving him down the list, and he. He wrestled uh he wrestled some incredible matches this year and won some championships. Yeah, I feel like speedball's gonna have to go up here later. So I, I put him um I put him right around there just because of uh he's a great so hand about, great wrestler, but what is he accomplished? What about in between Edge and Adam Cole? I'm not mad at that. No. I guess I kind of want him below speedball now. We were just talking about that <laughs> because it is true. Speed, no, speedball, like, he was ex division champion. We're I giving no respect speedball to speedball. Up. You have your chance, just chill out. Oh, this Brad's freaking... getting pissed off. Wow. I, I just don't understand how you don't have Roman Reigns in this because he's wrestled like five matches this year. Oh, yeah, he's a freaking three three year champion. He's not, he, he's, he's below Natalia. He's a three-year champion because he's wrestled five matches. Right, because if he wrestled every week, they'd have him lose. Yeah. It's a work, bro. It's a work, bro. Get <laughs> to me, Dan. All right. Chris Statlander. AWs, he's been... He's been oh, champion. Matches. He's been the TBS champion this year. She's the one that uncrowned uh, Jake Cargill. Yeah, she beat Jake Gar Cargill. Yep. Seen her packing. But I still put her below just about everybody on that list. Except, I mean, not everybody. I would put her below Oscar. Oscar was a WWE Women's Champion. I could put her up above Julia Hart. What? I was thinking around fifteen. Yeah, I was thinking somewhere up there, maybe <clears throat> under Kevin Owens or between Becky. I'm not mad at Betty. Mean, however, match is on. She's getting over, especially these past couple months. She's I mean, over. I'm, I'm, I'm. She I'm, held I'm, the title I'm, for a good portion of the year. Mm -hmm. I'm outgunned. Go ahead. Okay. I like momentum too, and I just don't think she has momentum right now. But yeah, because she just lost to Sky Blue. And legit, yeah, but was... lost to Sky Blue. It was not. It was not Rangers. like. Uh, yeah. It was not a, a cheating finish. All right, so who's the last one there? Last one we have. This Seth one's my pick. Rollins. So I put him number two. two. I think I think he definitely belongs up there. Um, he's yeah, been champion here. Right? I said yeah, number he's... three. I said number one. All right. James, James. Uh, he hasn't been champion over a year yet, like MJF. 
That's why he's below MJF. He's been carrying Monday Night Raw. Yeah. I say number two, number three. I say two. James, we need a vote. Yeah. I like yeah. I mean, it's... I could go two. Him and Rhea, MJF that'd be a hard one. And he could be number one. I mean, I don't know. But him Brian, and Rhea, like, it's hard, to, it's hard to decide who goes above Rhea or Seth. Like, that's a coin flip to me, honestly. I think they both could be up there at number two. Rhea probably more because she has feuded with the men and the women. My votes, my votes too. Um, Devin's votes, Devin's votes one. Uh, Adam, you're okay. So that's you too. All right. So now what are we doing? (laughs) Now I guess more of a fucking list. No, we're just gonna do each one person. We can move somebody if you guys think, or add somebody. So, like Brad's over here whining and crying like Rant and Stanton over Roman Reigns not being on the list. I'm at Roman's on there or LA Knight. Okay, well, I thought LA Knight. I think y'all left Hangman out in spite of me, just to make fun of me. I I, I think Hangman's in a conversation, but I don't know how you leave these top two stars in WWE out. How you leave AJ Styles off? Because he hasn't been around. Well, he, yeah, and he's I also he, he, three he, was, he was for he was forgotten for the last two months. That's why. Same with Randy Orton for a year and a half. You can't put Orton on this list. Yeah, that's even, why I even that's why I didn't yeah. even say Orton's name. But but yeah, like I I I I I, I don't know. Um, I'm mad about Strickland at this point now that he. So at, like we said, as we record this, he's out of that tournament. Do we have mocks on here? We don't have mocks on here, do we? Nope. I think we need to move Speedball up to about 21 or something because he's had, the way I'm looking at now, over 160 matches this year. Okay, so is there anybody on here that you think does not belong on here? Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn? Well, we already have the top 25 there. So everybody that's 26 to 30 is off, right? No, they can still be, they can still be moved up. So everybody here can be moved up, and somebody can be moved down. But we I want to move down. My 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 vote is to move down Strickland, just because he has not won a title and he did not win this tournament, even though he got a nice push. Now he's basing Keith Lee again. Keith Lee hasn't guess, been, hasn't been relevant. Speedball over Braun Breaker. So well, what, uh, okay, that were I mean. So what if we take? Swerve out and put him at number 28. Oh, who's that man? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, um, I mean, I was saying I he moved know. down at least five or six spots. I wasn't yeah, I was saying thinking number 15 or something. Yeah, I put I him right below Roman. Swerve at 31. About 17. Sure, take him down to 17. Be honest to God, you, you have to admit, he was taken out, he was he was up, he was up top, and now he is mid card. Right, right. He's so he, unless yeah. something happens in the next two weeks, I don't see it. Something happened there. I think that he has to be below Sammy and KO, though, who main event WrestleMania this year. But that's only one show because Sammy's been kind of the forgotten child uh, here lately, too. The but biggest also, show of the year. But he also main event. Uh, well, the biggest show of the year was all in, probably. Yeah. So, but he also main event. Well put Adam Roman. Cole number two. Roman and uh, show of the year. And Roman's not on the list, so I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's true. 
WrestleMania is the biggest, and he closed it, and he's not even anywhere. I think we're all got a fight. <laughs> no, I think uh, I think we're. Uh... Well, let's move swerve. Let's let's move swerve down. To what? Sixteen or seventeen? I'm good with sixteen. Okay, we'll move swerve down, sixteen or seventeen, and then we can move speedball up somewhere. Since y'all so high on him, I think he's got to be above solo. True. You guys agree with that? I mean, again, we know that he's not in a major. I mean, impact's impact, but so what? Uh, can we it's about to be TNA. In him? fact, I what if we this. put him right there at twenty? Okay. Can we do that? Put yep. speedball yep. right there at twenty. Sure. Okay. I like that. because he he's wrestled for a shit ton of indie shows and. Didn't he wrestle mm-hmm. Osprey too? And everybody thought that was like match of the year candidate. It was. Right. It was very good. Brian, can we take him out of number twenty nine? And now, Brad, since you're crying over it, is there anybody else that you think needs to be added on? Yes, Roman Reigns and L.A. Knight. Okay. And so John Moxley. You- and John Moxley. What are we talking about? You had your pick. <laughs> I honest to God thought that would be in a top five somewhere. I had one pick. <laughs> I've had one chance. Uh, wait. And, well, uh, and what, what about Eddie Kingston at this point? Had a damn good year. He was at WGP. As we record this, we don't know, but he literally could be the winner of that tournament with two titles. I don't say I we had anybody because we could just add a shit ton more people if, if that was the case. Yeah, those are important. Is LA Knight and Roman Reigns and John Moxley not important people? They're, They're the important top of the people, but nobody picked their name. Nobody. I think this is the segment I that got, never ends. I mean, come on. Didn't we think it would automatically be picked? Didn't we think Roman Reigns would be one of them? Didn't we think John Mox would be one of them? I didn't know we had to pick the stars. <laughs> Dude, I wasn't picking all the top guys. The only thing you're picking, pal, is your nose. Oh. <laughs> yeah, now what? Now what? All right, I like so how Mox's like, I didn't pick the top guys, but it's literally top wrestlers to 2023. Yeah, MJF's not a top guy. <laughs> no, just out of the list, who belongs in what status? Roman Reigns right. should be number Deserves to be number 15. I think Roman Reigns should be number four. Six. Just because he hasn't wrestled, but he's still the top guy. Well, see, now we're getting into semantics. Are we yeah, doing the top wrestlers of this list or the top wrestlers top? Because now we're getting That's into some really murky He's a three-year <laughs> champion. He's a three-year champion. He main events every major show. The world <laughs> stops when he walks out. But, but I feel like he hasn't been as... Times. He was the number one like in the PWI rankings. Months. I feel like he hasn't been as relevant. Or number two. Since we've had more stars emerge and more storylines been progressing. He's been he hasn't been on SmackDown. He has to be over Dominic Mysterio. I am sorry. He has to be over Dominic Mysterio. Wrong. I'm four seven. Okay. I'll, oh, yeah, I'll I'm gonna right under Cody. I'll settle. Okay. Even though it's right freaking Cody, <laughs> Uh, and John Moxley's got to be over him. Adam, is there anybody you want to add or move around? 
Oh, oh, I only got one. All right. So the other answers, guys. Yeah, LA, Knight, one of you want. LA Knight and John Moxley are the other answers, guys. <laughs> well, Where I are they going right? up there, Brad? LA Knight. When what did you say, friend. Devin? Where are they going up there? Put them up there. I mean, I you got. I listen. It's, it's your show. <laughs> hey, John Moxley. Getting the you think John should be at like number ten? John Moxley. Yeah. I think he should be over. Uh, I think he should be uh, seven, uh, right over Roman. Over Roman, I can do it. Yeah, I think so. What do you think, uh, Adam? Which one we're talking about? LA Knight. Moxley. 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 I'm not a big Mox fan. You don't ask me. Um, it's not about liking. It's about how many times he wrestled, <laughs> how involved he is, how good he is to the promotion, how important he is to the promotion. Uh, if we're talking about like this. A, the, Statistics for this year, I don't think Roman deserves to be in the top 10. Oh, gross. <laughs> Thank you. Only according to 2023. I He's still the main title on the main show for three years, including. And they are smashing records right now. Smashing. Yes. Like and Hogan and Austin out, didn't even touch these numbers. They are smashing records right now. When he comes out, the, sure. Everything stops. That music hits. The phones go up, and it is a five-minute entrance, and everybody's paying attention. I mean, neither FTR guys on there. Oh, that's just because I have spiting Amy. <laughs> oh, and so you at, leave people out due to spite? That's why we have it like this because we have so many people that could be on here. Yeah, and everybody that we're mentioning is a top ten. This is 25 people that I guess the, the question 10. is is why do we have Miz anywhere near here when we're talking about Roman Reigns? You and Miz is below the top 25. Well, now so he is. He's, <laughs> so he's out. All right. I'm still seven with Roman. Where do you guys want to put Mox? Because he's got to be on the list. And so does LA. Eight. All right, fine. Yeah, eight, eight, nine, or eight, nine, ten. I he's got to be over Dominic. He's got to be over Dominic. Yeah. yeah, that's why I'm thinking eight. I go with eight. And I'm saying LA Knight right behind him. He may not have yeah. won anything, but he is hot. He's hot right now. Yeah, he's he hot. and he became hot. And he's been hot since WrestleMania. Since WrestleMania, yeah. he's been hot. Because they that stupid little uh, Andre the Giant Rumble, <laughs> they went nuts for him there. So we might as well go ahead and add Damian Priest, Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair yeah, was pretty Right. So we got so right under Roman, we're gonna have John Moxley, and then right under John Moxley, we're gonna have L.A. Knight. I didn't watch again today that uh these shoes, shoes of a champion. This jacket, shoes of a champion. <laughs> well, he was a uh, what, whatever Drake or whatever in N.W.A. Eli Drake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. This jacket, shoes what, of a you champion. You guys see right here. No more adding. Okay. Do you want to take anybody off and bring them up or down? I'm good. Devin? I don't know. I'm good with it. We got Logan Paul ending it at 25. You want to bring this ne back next week and call it Correction Corner? Yes. Yeah, especially when Hangman gets on the list. Hangman, Charlotte Flair. I mean, <laughs> so right now, there's our top. The top 10 is MJF, Seth Rollins. Rhea, Royal Osprey, Gunther, Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, John Moxley, 
L.A. Knight and yeah, it's okay. Let's let's table it for now. <laughs> yeah, this is it's impossible to rank this. It is hard, man. It, it really is. I mean, there's so many top talent, and that's why I want to throw mid cards in there too. To you know, just throw them out there, and they yeah, don't do something. They can always do something. Can you imagine what the PWI 500 has to do? <laughs> I mean. All these people right here are top talent. I mean, Young maybe Bucks aren't <laughs> we don't have Omega on there. No, nice. No. <laughs> we don't have Chris Jericho on there. I mean, people that are in the main event all the time. This list could be a, 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 list of a, a thousand. Oh, yeah, it could be, but we're only doing 25. We don't have Britt Breaker so. on there. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you so got a whole we'll days with kick out corrections. Make your own 25 list. <laughs> That's how we do the whole show as the list next week. Good. We probably could. Man, we, you, you got like not- one more episode of me before I'm listed out. <laughs> I was All trying right. to finish it up this week. <laughs> All right. James. All right, all right, back all right, to you, James. Next week, all right, here's the idea. Next week, we'll do Correction Corner. We each get one person. We each pick one, because there's five of us. And if Brock wants to get in, that's fine. We each get one person, and we can just kind of give our case to where we're like, hey, what about this person? We think it should go there. Yeah, so let's, we each let's just pick one. Adam, that's fine, but we have to discuss it ahead of time so we don't pick the same person. Yeah. All right. So we all so just do one each next week and be like, look, we present our case to, to be like, hey, I think this should be this person should be on because of whatever. All right. Are we doing yeah. people that are left off? Yes. Yeah. People that are left off, yes. People we think should be up there. That James, we, we know who yours is already. Yeah. Which I thought you were going to pick. So Yeah, you really screwed us yeah, over. with all I didn't realize y'all fucking hated him that bad. James, no, I was, one person. <laughs> I Logan Paul, <laughs> and then Roman. <laughs> so I even messaged Brian like, Orange Cassidy. Hangman's gonna make the list. So I just want to. Yeah, we fucking. He was champion for what a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah we we every week. Every week. Well, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, we sure as hell hope that was as entertaining for all of you as it is for me and us, huh? Because basically, oh, we just yeah. yelled at each other for 10 minutes. We just shit the oh, bed oh, on this whole list. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Hey, man, all right, two let's... out of three ain't bad. I think, we are, I think we're batting uh, 66 <laughs> <laughs> oh, good thing we boy. like each other. <laughs> Don't push it. Don't push it. Oh, yeah, you do, James. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, what better way to talk about, you know, in-ring performers than with our very own in-ring performer? So, Adam. What you got this week? Uh, so we know it was a holiday weekend as we recorded, so there was not as much wrestling. So, you know, Monday Night Raw was a uh, like a best of. So, um, yeah, shout out. I, I know everybody's sick of our shout outs, but we were going to continue to do it. Shout out to WWE for giving them some time off. Yeah, that's awesome, man, because they pre recorded SmackDown. I think mm. they pre recorded NXT. Yeah, that's good. They deserve wasn't it. That the, wasn't that the first time in like 40 years they had the week after Christmas off? Something like that? That's great. That's so great. But um, like I said, recorded SmackDown as Bianca and 
Yeah, it was a four on four. It was Bianca Belair, Shotzi, Zelina Vega, uh, Mia Yim over Damage Control, Dragon Lee over Butch. That was for the uh, North American Championship. And I've heard online that Butch might be going back to Pete Dunne. That would be awesome because I'm sick of this Butch stuff. <laughs> um, Me too. Kevin Owens over Carmelo. I mean, I think we all figured that. I wasn't sure. <laughs> well, it's only because they teased Kevin and Logan already. Yeah, but I mean, Kevin Kevin can take a loss and be fine tomorrow. You know? I don't I, I don't think I heard Carmelo losing. No, because he's already won one and okay. And he gave Kevin and Owens a, a hell of a match, man. Carmelo, he he shows that he belongs. He's a real deal. Uh, Santos over Bobby Lashley. Didn't see that coming. Not at all. Especially with yeah. all the momentum. All the momentum with uh, that team, you know? I guess we got a new All the momentum with Santos. Yeah. So uh, he brought back Andrew Garza and Bito Carrillo. I liked it. I like it, yeah. I mean, it's going to be them against LWO, I think, coming up. So I honest to God thought it was just going to be his old tag team guys. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I did, I, and it wasn't. Shout out to Factions. They, I'm glad I got these guys back. Factions are coming back, baby. You know, you got the Carrion Cross thing. You got uh, whatever this those guys are, you know. Yeah, I can't wait to see what they do with them either. But um, AJ Styles over Solo with a, with a DQ. Uh, Rampage, Orange Cassidy over Rocky Romero, Kingdom over the Hardys. Uh, Hardys is joining in with um, with that group that's just getting buried. I mean, you got the Hardys on TV, and you're not letting them win anything? I don't get it. And they are vocal about that. <laughs> well, I mean, Matt, I didn't think Matt was a total asshole about it or anything. He yeah. let everybody know they had frustrations, yeah, which I, I thought was right a way. very grown-up way of saying it. He didn't, he didn't put down anybody. He just said, we, we want some direction. Yeah, and I'm sure he has vocalized that to his boss as well. I don't oh, think that, yeah. you know, he's the grown ass man. I mean, I don't condone what Jeff Hardy did or what he went through, but look at look at the transformation he's made, the turnaround he's made just to come back and get beat. Hey, so you know, if people that don't think the Hardys are over, go to uh, a signing. Yeah. <laughs> They're over. They usually okay. have the longest line of the. Of the, of the Did crowd. you see that shit in Oklahoma City? I don't know if yeah. it was when it went off air or whatever, and they just like cheered the fuck out of them like you know they stay in the ring like just soaking it all in absolutely they're still fan favorites over they're they are forever over yeah yeah they're still a draw and you're you're letting them lose on rampage and then uh sky blue over queen amanada and then vikingo over black toros match very good match life. yeah well that black toros or toros however you say it, i'm sorry uh is excellent yeah, so it's like, no, no doubt. But for a big, like he's like he seems like a bigger man, even though maybe not be tall, but he's a bigger man. He really moves well. Was that yeah. a rematch from the Ring of Honor pay per view? He was. Uh, Black yes. was in the Ring of Honor. Yeah, I thought so. It was, wasn't it? Yes. I don't know. I feel like I feel like uh, Brian's going to come in here and say something. Shout out to <laughs> Vikingo. Is he on our list? Because that fucker is fighting everywhere. Yeah, he's he he goes to Mexico. He he wrestles AEW. I think he's got a match coming up at uh, TNA. So that could be somebody's pick for their argument next week. Uh, collision Danielson over Claudio. No, actually, one twenty minute draw. I'm sorry. Damn good match. Very good match. 
um, acclaimed over Top Flight. And uh, yeah, Andretti. thought that was a mistake. So much momentum with this Top Flight and Andretti. I uh, haven't heard as much from uh, the acclaimed lately. I thought they were going to get that win. I, I hope, hope Top, Top Flight, Flight stays healthy. Mm-hmm, me too. Darius Martin is awesome too. Yeah, I think they they got uh, they got a ceiling they can they can break through here pretty soon. Uh, Keith Lee over Brian Cage. I can't believe Brian Cage ain't on our top twenty-five. Well, he doesn't win a match, so exactly. <laughs> I love Mexico him. I love him. By the way, him. I'm not insulting him. I just he doesn't win anything. No, they don't book him. Of course, he all. but he is the ROH uh, six-man <laughs> title holder. Right? <laughs> you know, but don't win don't, shit. Got a belt. <laughs> I don't know when those matches. I don't know when those matches happen. So I guess it's just on the Ring of Honor channel. It, it's like Tony Khan don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who, who ain't wrestling the one that's got a belt? Oh, you got a belt? Why don't you go win something? <laughs> He's part of the embassy, which is Swerve. I... You, figure Man, that's they, messed up. you figure they would be pushing that like whole faction thing, you know? I mean, Nana's over. Exactly. He <laughs> yeah, he's over right now. I, I, yeah, Nana's over, and instead in that whole tournament, they banned managers from ringside. But uh, yeah, let but... Nana be over. But I think you can get Cage over real quick. Just the look of the guy and his skill in the ring. He can talk, too. He's not like... I don't know. I I agree. They still have too many people. They have too many shows now. I have too many people. Go figure. (laughs) (laughs) No, they may have no show. Over Brody King. I didn't see that coming, either. Uh, Thunder Rosa and Abaddon over Julia Hart and Sky Blue. Get out Abaddon. I'm ready for... uh... Abaddon, I've been rested on that match. Abaddon, Julia Hart. I, I think it's going to be a better match than what people think. I like that. I was interested in that tag team match. From the, I was really. I did not know how that was going to go because everybody's going to push. Yep. Uh, and Eddie Kingston over Andrade. Yep. That was a damn good match. That's probably the probably the number two match of the night. Uh, Garcia Brody King was actually a damn good match. It was. Collisions. You know it's good. It's just I don't I don't think they get the viewership. Saturday night's hard to watch. Wrestling. Excellent. It's an excellent wrestling show. In the spring, right. I bet it gets a lot of viewership. But right now, with football and bowl season, it's tough. But it is an excellent wrestling show. There's really good matches on it. And then NXT for a two-hour show, we had OTM over Chase U, Noam Dar over Josh Briggs, Cora Jade over uh, Carmen Petrovic. Riley Osborne over Lexus King, Braun Breaker over Nathan Fraser, Oba Femi over Tavion Heights, Joe Gacy over Joe Coffey, and then for NXT Underground match, Eddie Thorpe over Dijak. So, so I got some stuff on this, okay, that Eddie Thorpe is being pushed heavily right now, and they're they're going to turn him into a star. I didn't notice him at all, and all of a sudden he's got the look, and he's got the he's got the skill. And the, the way they were cheering him at the end, I know it was mostly NXT wrestlers cheering him, but it was a good presentation. Um, I, I can't remember what his name was. So Braun, Braun Breaker, selling like Brock Lesnar out there, I thought. Uh, he Again, the beginning of the match with Nathan, Nathan Frazier, he's destroying him. Then all of a sudden, Frazier gets some momentum, and you, you believe it for a minute, and then Braun takes him down. Very, very, very good. Uh, I, uh, Brooks, Jensen, and Fallon breakup got me a little bit for some reason, and they haven't been together that long, but I think they told that story well, just saying they're going their own ways. Um. No quarter catch crew with Drew Gulak, Miles Bourne, Damon Kemp, and Charles Dempsey basically saying we're ground and pound. You want to fly around the ring, fine, but we're going to ground and we're going to kick your ass. Um, again, I don't know what they're doing with Chase U. 
And I don't know what they're doing with Lexus King. Uh, funny thing, Brooks Jensen, that's uh, Bill Buchanan's son. He actually trained at Spartan, where I do my shows every other Saturday. Uh, O'Hagan, is, he's one of the guys that helped train him. Shout out. And O'Hagan's nice. been on my ass about getting him on here, so we got to get him on here pretty soon. Um, two-hour show NXT, eight matches. Yeah, a very good show. But I, I do have some. I do have questions about it. Like this, Lexus King losing twice now to guys that I don't know what the, I don't know where the push is. Are they pushing them or not? Well, apparently they, they built the, uh, the guy that he took the spot of for the uh, for those matches. Did he come out and distracted him or something? Yeah, I saw it. I I need him. To, I, if you're building someone, you need him to win early, right? <laughs> it helps. I mean, yeah, if you want to push somebody, I'll win. lose later, but you need to win some matches. Well, you just said perception about that one thing, the NXT you guys cheering whoever, and you're like, it's the perception. Which wrestling, it straight up is perception. It's entertainment on TV. So if you have a dude losing, you just be like, well, he sucks. <laughs> you know, like perception. Yeah. So uh, but maybe, there's a, maybe there's a plan. I, I don't know. You know, I just, it was such a good, the vignettes, the TV, the dad. I know not everybody liked it, but they were trying something, and now he's losing. Yeah, if you're gonna put all the shit behind him like that, and he just comes out and shits the bed, like, and yeah, uh, and, and you haven't given him enough time yet to fail. Like, yeah. was he that good when y'all were taking TV time and doing all these vignettes, and he comes out and loses? Like, why were you yeah. taking the TV vignette time? Uh, and also with you know Chase, you losing in like two minutes in the beginning of that that paper, uh, the beginning of that show. What 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 is going on? They're over. <laughs> they were. They're still getting cheered. Oh, Eddie Thorpe was uh, Carl Fredericks in New Japan. That was his name. Hey, and speaking of Japan, that uh, Gulak, huh? Hmm. Yeah. If if the rumors are true. Yeah, supposedly they're doing work with all Japan. Hmm. Oh yeah, I did read that today or yesterday. That'd be that's surprising. Uh, I'm glad they're doing something with somebody else. You can tell that's uh, that's William Regal's son, right? Oh uh, no! Not um, Gulak, no, not Gulak. Charles Dempsey, Charlie Dempsey is. Yeah, Dempsey, okay. yeah. Gulak, Wait, is uh, like... no. Gulak, Gulak is the is one that's underrated. Trainer, man. Gulak's a, a damn good worker. He's a trainer okay. as well. I thought they said something about it was William Regal's son going over to New Japan. Well, they're they're in it, they're on this team together, so it could there could be something to that. You can tell somebody else owns it when they're uh, open to working with a Japan promotion. You know, that's <laughs> all. I, that. I, that's the first thing I thought. Vince is out. <laughs> I mean, I like it. Collaborating, baby. Oh, yeah. I would like it if they all kind of worked together every now and then and did something. Yeah, uh, DMC is a part of that one dime bag crew, whatever their name is. No quarter catch crew. Yeah, I wrote, I mean, it, down. I wrote it down because I would never remember that. Dime bag crew. <laughs> I can't remember. I mean, I, hey, I it was, it was a that. coin. <laughs> was I knew funny. there was a coin in there somewhere. Yeah, you got it. I kind of like that presentation. It is a ground and pound team. I like it. See what happens. The Dime Piece crew. There we go. <laughs> and then uh, Dynamite, we have Moxley over Jay White and Swerve, which I don't think Moxley should have won that. He don't He don't need this. But I'm well, interested to see. Him. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to give you an opinion. Uh, Kingston over Danielson. I'm glad to see that because Danielson Fuck don't need it. Love that match. Loved it. And I had some company oh, over. Good. And I... Because they're like, well, they're just slapping each other. Uh, they were like going off about how the crowd was doing woo every time. And I was like, y'all should look at Danielson's chest. Like, look at it. And then they kept doing the zoom up and they're like, 
God damn I'm like, yeah, yeah. Fake, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, slapping the fuck out of each other. 100% so match of the night. Well, I, like I was it. upset about, because you know how I feel about Moxley. I like him, but I think he wins too much. However, the story is there with him and Kingston. This is it. Now, it already have happened by the time this airs, but Kingston overcoming Moxley is the story. Yeah, because he even he, cut that backstage thing like, he's choked me out, he's made me give up, you know, yeah. all this stuff, blah, blah. Yeah, that was a good-ass promo after the match. I'll give yeah. him that. So I'm not as upset because Kingston's in it. Now, yeah, that, that, that softened the blow, I believe. Yeah. Now, it, it, and look, again, this will already, well, everybody will know, but if Kingston beats Moxley, that's a good story. Long-term yeah, storytelling. However... If I find out if it happens the other way, I'm gonna be pissed. Me too. <laughs> I think everybody will be pissed if Moxley goes over in that. I like Moxley, I like him a lot, but if yeah, he uh, too, if he goes over not what, what's the story there? Again? Right. <laughs> yeah. Moxley doesn't need any belt, man. Uh, and he's still strong. He made it. Yeah. I, I like the I like the promo Kingston did. You know, I'm I'm the king of the bums. Can I ask you one more thing, though? Why is a triple threat no DQ? Why are you allowed to use weapons in a triple threat match? Especially in a tournament match that you have went by the rules the whole time. Why are you allowed to have the entire locker room involve themselves in a triple threat match? What about a triple threat match makes it this way? Yeah, no other match got to, like... Exactly. Like that. So I'm allowed to hit you with a chair over the head and win the match, but the other match has to be one on one with complete rules. Exactly. With something no, so little as managers being at ringside. Yeah. But this match, you got the crowd do what you want to. I, I thought it was bullshit. Yeah, I don't like how they just enforce the rules one night and then the when next did that match... become? I it has to be this way, and it's going to be that way through all promotions. <laughs> I don't know. What does Cornette say? Lazy booking. So you're allowed to shoot someone with a gun in a triple threat match, but you can't have managers at, on the. You can't have managers there for a one on one, right? Devin, is that what you <laughs> said? But there's a rope break yeah. for some reason, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, there's a rope break. All right, that's that's my rant. That's my rant. That's my rant. Just hit him with the car, baby. <laughs> yeah, but make sure they ain't grabbing the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> you got to break the hold. Yeah, I know the car's pinning you right now. You got to break the hold. Oh, his foot's on the rope. Break it up. I know he's bleeding out of his ears. He got hit by a car, but his foot's under the rope. Sorry. You got to break the pin. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then Sky Blue over Statlander, and then the Devils rejects over Samoa Joe and MJF. I did like Sky Blue's move over uh, the the Code Blue off the top. Excellent. I was scared. I was Devils rejects, or just make that up. I I was scared for her though. On that move, (laughs) it's dangerous. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that freaking stupid ass ending to that show. God, I hated it. Did they call them the Devils rejects? No, I did. Oh, okay. I was about to say, hey, sweet ass movie. Samoa Joe turning on him. I mean. Again, he's seen it coming. He's seen it coming. I hated the whole ending. It was an F. <laughs> it was stupid, yeah. And then, and I got a bad feeling. This you start a match at ten oh one, so it ain't gonna go long. Right? Something's <laughs> right. gonna be some, yeah. Something's gonna happen. Brock and Kofi. <laughs> I got a bad feeling that the unveiling of the uh, of they the did it like nine fifty eight is gonna be like a 
Like a fucking church. Did you get any indication of who those two guys were in there? Because the internet, the internet's going crazy about that. I think they, it, well, obviously it was two dudes, but like, yeah, it was. It may oh, have, uh, kingdom. It Four. may. They can switch them out. I think people are judging the body size and type way too much. You oh, know they, what they're I mean? definitely switching them out, Mike. Definitely. Oh, you know what that last faction that switched them out their guys were. It was the one that Dijek was a part of, and everybody T bar and everything. Yeah. I mean, it's similar. It's very similar. Retribution. Ret it is like a retribution. It's almost the exact right. same thing. <laughs> what if it's I mean, uh, you, uh, But in a way, though, if you do something like that, you know, it keeps Mustafa Ali. Who I was about to say is he going to be the devil? <laughs> the maximum male models. Oh, See? gross! I think it's the undisputed elite. It's going to be the return of the Undisputed Era, but now in What if it is the Bucks, man? Uh, Not the Bucks. Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly. We're going to have to move him up the list. What should be Adam Cole, the Bucks? Um, Roddy Strong. It'll be the Adam Miz. Cole really has a broken ankle. He really has a broken ankle. But did you I, see I, his Christmas pictures with uh, Britt Baker? No brace on his foot. Yeah, he took it off. Adam Cole can be the one that has the mask on. Yeah, he could be. I still think it's going to be one of these released guys from WWE. Well, hopefully by the time this airs, we'll already know. They're saying that uh, World's End. So, and hope you guys no enjoyed it. Strong, who's the other guy that's hurt? His name, my mind is blank. Um, the one that was in Undisputed Era. Bobby Fish? No, the one that's hurt Strong. Right Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly, thank you, Brian. There he is. We there he is. <laughs> Dynamite drop in Bryant. I think Kyle O'Reilly is one of the uh, one of the, the Devil's Rejects with We're all about Kyle O'Reilly. Roger Strong and uh, I might, I might be an undisputed elite thing. That's a good. That's a good day. With the Kingdom. Kind of makes me want to watch the Devil's Rejects. How obvious? How movie. obvious would the Kingdom be? What if it's Jack Perry? I I, I like it. Boo, they're gonna boo that out of the building if it's Jack Perry. Oh, it ain't CM Punk. CBD. <laughs> if it was Jack Perry, who would the four people be? Christian and oh, I, Nick I Wayne. I can't. I can't. We could do this for a freaking week. Luchasaurus. Uh, he's like, it was a kill switch now or something like that. Um, yeah, but why yeah, kill switch? All right. It's probably changed six times. Right. Well, we'll see soon. Brad, you're looking more and more like RJ every time you take your glasses off. That he is wishes. not a he compliment. Wishes. Shout out to RJ, though, for uh, the feedback on uh, yeah. last week's episode and the video. He's grilling Devin. Well, uh, I love how he's grilling Devin. <laughs> loved it. <laughs> he's always giving me shit. But hey. Shout out, wrapping it up with Brian Hebner. Yeah, Crazy Steve, man. That that interview they did with him. Crazy Steve's a damn good dude, man. He's very good. Super smart, and I can't believe he's legally blind. Can't believe it either. Can't see the ropes. <laughs> That's crazy. Right. Very well. I shouldn't say completely, but very well. Well, Brad did not like the. Uh, or I'm sorry, Adam. Uh, you got any? Uh, I said, go ahead, go ahead. Well, Brad did not like the ending uh, to Dynamite, but you know, it had a fantastic ending. Our match that we're discussing. <laughs> so, uh, is it time to get into the match? Yes. We haven't please. done the match yet. Have not. <laughs> and uh, oh, what match is it? Because uh, it's a doozy. It is Chris Saban versus Petey Williams versus AJ Styles. It is an Ultimate X three-way match for the 
NWA X Division title. It uh, took place at TNA Final Resolution, which was January 16th, 2005, uh, from the Impact Zone in sunny Orlando, Florida. Look at that. Damn, look at that. That's a good... Uh, that's, that's how you set gorgeous. up a free pay-per-view in a studio, baby. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know what I'm saying? Well, no, uh, no feedback on that. That's a good setup. I, I like, like it. it. I don't have anything negative to say at this time. Get out to baby Jim Ross at the bottom of the screen, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it uh, that's a good setup though. For those I watching, the video. love the colors. I don't like the six-sided ring. I don't think I mentioned that. I'll be damned. It was for those different. of you that want to watch along with us, though, you can watch right now on premierstreamingnetwork.com. I don't think that isn't it watch on premier.com. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Google Premier Streaming Network and click on that. <laughs> it had an attendance of some say 875, some say 750. I, you be the judge. Who knows? Uh, I tried to look up the buy rate, and the buy rate said 15,000 to 20,000. That's a 5,000 buy rate gap, and the top is 20,000. So you're selling 25% like gray area? I don't know. So couldn't find it. It did have a match length of 19 minutes and 55 seconds, and uh, Melty Melts and the Funky Bunch gave this four and a half stars. But, uh, Bryant. You gonna jump on on this one, or are you just gonna voice it from above? How did we get here? Oh, I'm gonna voice this from above. Are you of serious? You I'm not are. jumping on. Fucking, of course you are. I'm not cool enough to be on the show here for you guys. So. Neither are we. You're on the show. <laughs> <laughs> How did we get here? Great question. On the December seventeenth episode of Impact. The DOA, the Director of Authority, Dusty Rhodes, announces that at the final resolution pay-per-view, there will be an Ultimate X match. Already entered into the match was P.D. Williams, the current X Division champion. Uh, a couple weeks later, during a match with AJ Styles, it was announced that AJ was being nominated into the match based on his previous experience and being a three-time former champion. The impact before, on January 14th, there was a win-your-way-in match with Chris Sabin versus Christopher Daniels, where the winner would advance into the Ultimate X match, which would be won by Chris Sabin. And that is how we got here. Awesome. Final resolu resolution, 2005. Petey Williams, Chris Sabin, and A.J. Styles. Chris you Sabin entrance. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Saban entrance. I just read it, man. <laughs> Adam, no frills, just good wrestling and an athlete here, right? I tell you what, man. I haven't seen much of Petey Williams back back then. Um, all through these guys, damn good wrestling, man. Yeah. Team Canada entrance. Scott Demore with Petey Williams. Obvious heels, right, Mike? Yeah. So, like, do you know? Do you know who Scott Demore is? Um, he's a guy that isn't he the guy that runs TNA? Yes, he is, and uh, he probably uh, should be up for Booker of the Year. He's very good. AJ Styles entrance. Does he need a beard, Devin? Uh, 
No, this is babyface AJ Styles back when he was young. And yeah, I, I think he didn't need a beard at this point. I think everybody needs so this crew. <laughs> That's just what I feel. I feel everybody hair needs looks weird on him now after seeing him with long hair for so long. He James, does. He looks so young right here. It's like yeah. it seems like it was like 20 something years ago. Well, it's 18. So it is a long time ago. Uh James, who are the announcers? I'm glad you asked. It is a uh, Mike today, the professor, and Don West. Uh, rest in peace. Adam, do you know who the referee is? That's referee Mike Posey. P dog Mike Posey, baby. I've actually met him a few times. Nice. Hey, Mike, I did ask this question. Mike, how do you like the six sided ring? <laughs> I think it's different. Um, I don't hate it, honestly. I I I didn't watch it on a TNA, but. I really don't hate it. I think it could work. Even now. Listen to Jeff Jarrett talk about it, that it was really for the idea of toy, having a toy, is genius. Yeah. It's so yeah, different. It's something but different. But all I got to hate it because it bumped harder. Yeah. I'm sure yeah, there were some adjustments for sure. Oh, I yeah. had the toy, so that's funny that you brought that up. I kind of want the toy now. I don't know what i do with it, but uh, <laughs> I just, I don't so know. I, I have I, to I, take sweet-ass like TikToks and stuff with it. Do you think it could work today? Yeah, I like think if, so. If they are bringing the TNA name back, do you think if they brought back... It would not be ring? something if they brought back the six-sided ring, huh? Oh, didn't let nobody know and then somehow like had it like hidden? I mean, I know yeah. it's maybe a cage with drapes over it or something. Not then, bad. Uh, that first TNA, they raise up the cage, it boosts the six-sided ring, that crowd would go nuts. It would go nuts. I, I, I think, I think they good. said they talked about it, but none of the guys liked it because of how hard it is. They didn't like it back then, though. <laughs> so, what, what was I guarantee that some bitch is stiff. It's got to be stiff. Can't they work on that? Yeah. It's I'm because there's the... so many, because there's six different sides, there's a whole lot less play in it because there's more, you know, sturdy corners or whatever. So you loosen up a couple of bolts. <laughs> you don't let some bitch fall apart so you get on top rope. I'm just saying, I mean, there has Devin... to be something. What is the X Division, and what is an Ultimate X match? So the X Division is pretty much uh, the Extreme Division. Anyone of anyone, no shapes and sizes. Anyone who can win the championship and wants to join this division can join this division. Uh, the only, the best of the best are the only ones that get to compete in the Ultimate X match, though. There is two cables strung across the ring. With right in the middle, if it's a championship match, then a title is hung there. If it's not a championship match, then uh, a big red X is hanging down. Uh, the competitors have to climb up about 10 feet in the air and climb across these cables and retrieve the object in the center to win it. Are they not allowed to use a ladder at all? That, that's. Uh, I mean, I is there any rules where they cannot use a ladder? Yes, That's it is in the rules that you. It is in the rules you cannot use a ladder. Yes, I was watching it with non wrestling friends, and that is the first thing they asked. Why did you just get a ladder? But I have a question. This is kind of a ridiculous, but uh, the turnbuckle pad things on the X ropes hanging up. I know it's probably for a suspension or whatever. But has everybody yeah. ever like hung from the rope and grabbed someone's head and like one, two, three, <laughs> like beat their head into you know because it's the pad. That's really for the protection for the. Uh... Where it's tightened down. So that's basically just the cover for that. 
So they don't pinch their hands or something, grab it. All that, and they don't get nothing caught in their arms, or you know, they don't get caught on it when yeah. they fall. Or Shout out to uh, fingers. Cash. Why? Why hasn't Tony Khan done anything like this yet? He's copying a lot of other stuff, but why has he not done a match like this? I don't think he's gotten into the gimmicks of a TNA. And plus, he's more of an ECW work? guy than a TNA guy. You think something like this could work right now? Yeah. Say if WWE had a main event match, not maybe not a main event, but a title match or something like that. It had to be like a specialty match, like once a year, kind of like Hell in the Cell. It had to be only once yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be something they would do like every other week or anything. I don't think yeah. you could hang it from ropes because people would straight up say TNA. But I mean, <laughs> they do have like ladder matches and shit like that. Well, I, know, I but think the six once a year. No, I'm not, not think, even the six side ring. You can have this right here on a four side ring. Look how uh, the poles are this. I mean, yeah, oh, you have they the... still do the X division matches like this. So, so anyway, that. guys, <laughs> that was fun. Huh? I thought you meant the All six right. side ring, my bad. Clothesline and slugging it out early. Chris Saban chasing Petey around the ring. Now a double team on him. Uh, incredible moves. Now you have an assisted, phenomenal forearm in the corner by Styles. There it is, right there. It was amazing, right, Devin? Yeah, it was great. Uh, AJ's athleticism was top of the charts at this point in his career. And then an assisted drop kick by Saban. So they got the help, a uh, double team there. It was really good, really good wrestling. After the break, we have Saban and Styles one on one. AJ goes up high and slips. PD Williams pulls Saban out of the ring. AJ flies out of the ring on top of them. James, how's the action and the crowd handling all this? Or, uh, how, I mean, what's the crowd reaction? Uh, they are uh, definitely, at this moment, you know, they're uh, they're popping for the high spots. But uh, I think there's a lot of anticipation, you know, building, because you can tell, like, it's kind of a, it's bubbling under the surface. And when, the, you know, this flyout happens, they definitely react to it. But you can tell that they're, they're, they're in it. Like, they're amped. They may not be as loud as they will be later, which we'll probably get to, but they're definitely intrigued. They're, uh, it has their attention, and they're in it for sure. So AJ and Saban on the steel structure now. Then a very unusually athletic drop kick from Saban. Adam, can you tell me? Can you describe this for the for the people at home? Uh, so it's basically like a springboard, but from the very top rope. But who got the worst of it? Uh, honestly, Saban. <laughs> Incredible, man! Incredible yeah, because AJ just come like straight down. <laughs> I, so Saban I, I... took the worst part of it. Absolutely in awe of this move. I've never seen anything really like it. Um, at least uh, not that I remember in recent recent time. So Saban um, climbing the rope to the belt or the uh, cable to the belt. Team Canada stops it. Ref throws out Demore, Scott Demore. Crowd loves it. Na 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 na. Hey hey hey. Goodbye. Scott sells it quite a bit too. The crowd throwing the, the shit out of it, or you know like. Hey. Yeah, but He's Scott sells going up everything the whole time. He sells it the yeah, every step is like a sell. So I just said that. Very dramatic exit, right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah PD pushes styles and I want to add in on that really quick. Because the match before this in the pay-per-view, uh Team Canada retained the tag team championships, and the whole time uh Scott Demore was on the outside getting heat by the crowd, but he didn't get really get his payback by uh or like James Storm and uh Wildcat Chris Harris didn't really get the retribution on him. So I think this point, the crowd was completely fed up with the last hour of Scott Namore giving him shit. Uh, I love it. Finally, he's thrown out of here. 
And that's good booking, like uh, booking the show, you know, get the more of that heat there. And then on this one, he gets kicked out. That's good stuff. Petey pushes Styles into the steel structure, then into the ring. Suplex back body drop. Fast action to Saban. Mike, is this your first look at Petey Williams? And what do you think? I think he's good. I mean, that you, yes, this is like my first look at him. But I mean, it's different. I, I liked it with the match. I mean, it went, he went great with the match and that style of the match. Absolutely. Uh, I'm surprised Brian didn't come out and say this. Uh, they lost that tag match. America's Most Wanted beat them. Yeah, America Most Wanted won the tag titles that night. I'm surprised Brian didn't jump in on that. I was trying. Brad was on a roll, so Devin was on. Everybody's on a roll, so I was just letting it go. I get corrected once a show, so it's it's uh it's not what you say, Devin. It's how you say it, and you do it very well. You okay, see, my you man. You sounded very yeah. Don't ever don't ever say what you don't want. Don't ever what? I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> don't say this. Every don't, don't say this. Yeah, if you don't if you don't know, man, at least make it sound good. Yeah, and he did. And you but, made you know, that shit sound good as hell. Saban chops. Pete has Saban. I've already said the moves wrong twice tonight. Uh, Saban chops. Pete has Saban in a Boston Crab. No. I knew it because it wasn't. <laughs> it was some kind of a submission, though. That was that was similar to a Boston Crab. No. There's a sharpshooter. Sharpshooter. <laughs> Boston Crab is a whole different move. See that? See that? That was, that was for you, pal. Scorpion Deathlock. Same thing, yeah. AJ it's going for the name different. <laughs> AJ going for the belt broke up by Petey Williams overhead belly to belly. The styles looked extremely dangerous. Devin, how do you like this aggressive style? I absolutely love it. Like all three of these guys are going right at each other. Uh, yes, they're trying to get the object in the like above the ring, but they're only doing it if they can get both of the guys either laying on the mat or knocked out of the ring completely. Like their main objective is beat the hell out of each other. And that's awesome. Belly to back. Suplex. AJ upside down in the corner. You were half hour late. Um, Just (laughs) want everybody to know that at home. Uh, Kicks by Petey. James, is Petey's style hard to root against? What I mean is, is he working like a or baby face? You know, that was one thing as a person that never really watched this match. I kind of did not know who was, you know, the baby face or heel and all that stuff. Uh, they're all doing like matches or moves and they're all kind of like selling them and stuff. And some of them are like jumping on the advantage to do a move and everything. But I really had no clue who's a baby face and heel. Yeah. So the only way, way you know is from the O Canada. You know, I mean, that's. Oh, yeah, true. I guess I guess that was. But, yeah. But as far as the style in the ring, I don't I don't think anybody is doing anything heelish. I think they're just, just working, working baby. Just working. Yeah. There, there's one thing that he I don't know if he's done it by this point or not. But there's that one time where Petey stands on AJ Styles and the tree of woe and stands on his balls standing upside down. That's a little heelish to me. Yeah, I'm not going to mention him. Oh, Canada <laughs> Pledge. Oh, Canada Pledge. Big roundhouse kick by Styles. Incredible. Adam, is there a reason why the announcers aren't naming the moves and trying to confuse me? <laughs> no, because usually Mike Tanae's right on top of these these names, the, the names of the moves. I think he was just letting you have a learning learning thing right here. Saving on Styles' shoulder. Petey Hurricane Rana off the top rope. Incredible. AJ and Petey climbing the steel structure, both going for the belt, fighting it out. Saban pulls down AJ. AJ spins off the rope and punches down Petey Williams. That's the best way I can describe it. Mike, this match is the style you enjoy, right? Like, you like the high-flying stuff? I do. I really enjoy it. 
So you're a, so you're I'm, a Bucks fan, right? Your favorite tag team? Who? The 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 Bucks that are not on the list. There's a reason they're not on the list. <laughs> Why is that? E- e- I'm not a fan. Okay, there it is. Hey, that is a sweet photo. Shout out, Bryant. Sweet Shout photo. out. Yeah. Saban in style on the cable. There it is. Another incredible move by Saban, which I did not name. Oh, oh, it was another Hurricane Rana. Because uh, I didn't know what it was, and then they said it after the fact. It was kind of. It looked a little different to me, but that's what it was, a Hurricane Rana. AJ with a flip and a double inverted DDT. Okay, anything to say about that, dickhead? How about him? <laughs> I mean, it's Canadian Destroyer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that this was a cool the... move, though. The, uh, yeah, we can't gloss over that. That was like the move of the match, pretty much. Incredible. AJ Styles is just fluent with that shit, man. And he can still do it today. Speaking of AJ Styles, watching this version of AJ Styles, Devin, how has he changed his style today? Uh, AJ has become more technical. Um, he's more thought-provoking, I think. He doesn't just throw his body at the wind like he did at this point, where he would go for any single move that was out there. If there was a possibility to throw a move, AJ was trying to do it. Um, now he really only do some, does a move if he's like safe and plans out what's going to happen. Uh, it's just, I feel like he's become smarter in the ring as he's grown. AJ climbing the cable, drop kick by Saban, perfect landing by AJ, bump I mean. PD Williams takes Saban out. PD climbing the metal. AJ caught in the metal and almost broke his arm. Cradle shock by Saban to AJ. James, is this making your head spin at this point, or are you following it pretty good? Did you glance? Up? Are we already past this picture? Yeah, he passed it already. Man, that's another move yeah. two of the match. Yeah. Because uh, in the crowd, speaking of crowd reaction, the crowd's like, whoa. <laughs> like that's, when he that, that's what I said. The perfect landing. Well, yeah, but then you just glance over like it was just, you know. That is so hard to do. That's that one of the highlights of this match, man. That because even the, you know that's a monumental uh, move, the double flip, the back flip thing, DDT, whatever, and then this. Hey, that's I think what, like the two. That's matches, what you guys are here for. Moves. You guys are here to pick me up when I fall down. Oh, look at that! There is a we're team here of to five. Help you, we're here Six. to help you kick out it too. But yeah, I think <laughs> uh, him flip. falling off that rope and slamming his back. And the crowd yeah, actually was like, oh. that, shit, that shit was tough. I mean, just because if if Saban doesn't give him the right amount, you know, if he doesn't drop kick him hard enough, he doesn't swing back far enough and he can't flip forward enough, it could have been bad, man. So it was handled very good. This flip with AJ Styles is played in literally every single X Division match, like package for TNA since this match. Yep. Like, it's It's historic for sure. It's kind of like the spear hanging from the the top when the ladder's mm-hmm. moved for Jeff Hardy. It's kind of like that's always played. Saban blocks the Styles Clash, but a powerbomb by Styles. Styles Clash now to Saban. AJ is going for the belt. Adam, is this way harder than a ladder match? Oh, hell yeah, because you got to, after a 20-minute match, you got to jump up to the rope and climb across and try to make sure the other two guys ain't trying to pull you down and kill you. I feel like I'm stuck on the monkey bars. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Looks... I hate that too. And then they're going to try to take your lunch money from you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, flashbacks. Damn. Canadian Destroyer to AJ from PD Williams was absolutely beautiful. That was a good move. DDT to Saban uh, from PD Williams. Saban's up now. Saban looks like half a razor's edge. Like it looked like half a razor's edge to into the turnbuckle, but it was a buckle bomb right there, Devin. 
Uh, yeah, it definitely looked like a buck of them for me. Yeah. Uh, but it's just the way he had him so high. Like, I don't know. Um, just kind of looked like that razor's edge-ish kind of thing, but still, it was impressive. Saban going for the belt. Petey there, both going for it. Both men with the belt now, fighting for it. Styles dives at them, hits the belt, knocks the belt out of their hands, and grabs it for the win. Oh, man, I've never seen that. You know, that's what I think today said or something like that. All I got to say is this, Brian. Thank you, because this was fun. That was, was yeah, absolutely. I, I didn't know who was going to win this match either. So I watched it three times and still couldn't call the moves. That's how good it was. Back this match you. was absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> My non wrestling fans, I see what he did there. My non wrestling fans really enjoyed the uh, finish. Really, they're like, "Whoa, damn, that was out of nowhere, huh?" I'm like, "That's wrestling, baby." <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you right now, it doesn't feel like there's 750 people there. It feels like there's thousands of people there. They were they were on a small arena. They're all packed in there. Yeah, it's a. It's, I've been there. It's a. It's a TV studio looking. You know. This Where is what's this missing happen? from the Impact show now. This is what's missing. It's the same amount of people, mm-hmm. but it's just the production. And hopefully, when TNA is out, you know, or, uh, later on this year, we'll have we'll get back to something like this. I hope so. Anyway, that's all I got, guys. It was fun. Back to you, James. Okay. I like it. That was a good match. Shout out, Bryant. Uh, good pick. Uh, so, uh, hey, is it time for listener questions? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Let me get those together here. <laughs> All right. So, listener questions. Randy Elkeri wants to know, friend of the Shout show. Out. Why is it called Mike's Meat Minute? He made a freaking drink. Lasagna, really? Is it, I don't know what this accent is I'm doing because it's just me talking shit. Is it named for that <laughs> for his shortcomings? Hope you all had a great holiday. So there's no question there. Just bullshit. Thank you, love, Randy. Hey, Randy, fuck off. You ready for the <laughs> holidays, Randy? You want another bullshit question here? And Bober loves it when I say bullshit question about one of his. Why did Brad make his wife go see the Iron Claw on Christmas? Because it's probably Brad's a good, a good movie, husband. I guess. It's about family and love. Hmm. I haven't seen I'm gonna it. Get, we're going to get more into that. All right. But yes, I did make her go, and she did it willingly. So... <laughs> A lot of things she does willingly that she probably doesn't want to do. (laughs) Too bad she don't do everything else willingly. She grunts grunts and bears. (laughs) I feel that. Does she sell sell for you at least? Yeah. It's nice of her to give you something. She sure used to. She sure used to, James. (laughs) I mean, she's got an extra minute or two to kill at night. Why not? Uh, Ben Jones. Why is it that a round pizza is cut into triangle slices and comes in a square box? What Shout are we doing? out Jerry Seinfeld. Because <laughs> America loves shapes, Ben. That's why Gee. you park in a driveway and drive on a parkway. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. Uh, Bobby Duncan, what makes the best quick home-cooked meals? Raymond noodles. What is a microwave? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the word home-cooked throws me. I don't know anything is really quick home cook. That is very true. Spaghettios. <laughs> yeah, did you make the did you make the can yourself or what? <laughs> yeah. Why are I'm making it at home? I don't know if it means my home cooked. That's a mic question. Hamburger. Uh nothing wrong with grilled cheese and tomato soup. Shout I had out. Grilled cheese on the way home. 
Oh, we have William just made that last night or the other night for dinner. Freaking starving. How did you have a grilled cheese on the way home, Adam? Yeah, did you make it in your on your engine? Yeah. That's right. I stopped at Duncan because we only have one in town now, finally. Yeah, shout out to my rant earlier. That shit was amazing. Make sure you listen to the beginning of the show next week, Adam, that you miss. I had a rant rant and Stanton on Duncan. I like how Adam's like, you know, Duncan and Brad uh, literally at the beginning of the show. (laughs) Matt uh, Matt M. wants to know, have you ever attended a concert or wedding on New Year's Eve? I don't think so. I've attended a concert close. Like, I think it was like December 30th. They did a free uh, Dave Matthews Band concert (laughs) on South Beach. It was a Capital One promoting some bowl game that year. It was like two or three years ago. Yeah, free. Yeah, I've I never to a thing where they had, in Daytona. They had a like a concert at the New Year's party. It's a big thing oh, outside. That's cool. I don't think so. Neither. It was, it was like, but it wasn't like no big names. But it was all those, you know, they yeah. sing the other people, the other people's songs. And yeah, everything. if I if I was at a bar and a band played, I guess maybe. Yeah, a cover band, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's like cool. One of those bands. Some reason I'm picturing something more glamorous of what he's talking about, though. Well, he probably has done some glamorous says like, "Oh, went and yeah. saw Kiss at the Garden," you know, New Year's fucking '08, you know, some shit like that. I actually never didn't know. I never even thought about it. Because a lot of and bands that, and DJs and stuff, they all do New Year's Eve concerts. But I don't yeah. know. how about you, Devin? Uh, at the local bar, we had a local band. So nice. Other than, I it? never went to like anyone big named, but. And you did? You I said you did, Adam, or no? No, negative, Ghost Rider. Negative? Okay. Second question for Matt M. Do you open presents on Christmas Eve? Does Santa wrap them? So, we do not. Uh, and the label, say, from Santa, from Rudolph, sometimes it's something silly, like from Elon Musk. Just you better keep kayfabe, bro. You better keep kayfabe right here. I'm just saying. They, they say all kinds of things. New Year's Eve. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. I, if I did, I made a mistake. No, the stuff I've been known to do that, Devin. Apparently, you do too. I do. I do. <laughs> Anybody else? I was just maybe. I, I do on Christmas Eve. Me and Erica pass out. We give each other pajamas, and we'll pick out a movie or a book. Yeah, about to say maybe one present on Christmas Eve, maybe, but most of the time it's Christmas morning. Yeah. Uh, you know, opening the gifts. Christmas Eve is the pajamas. So. Yeah, we do we do pajamas Christmas Eve too. No, no, no pajamas. So this question is from RJ from Reffing Up with Brian Hebner. Seeing that we have all kicked out our coverage with our current past and current significant on others, what wrestlers have outkicked their coverage the most? What an asshole. <laughs> oh, this? <laughs> all right. So my answer Did I is outkick uh, this coverage. <laughs> he's mostly talking to Devin. I get, uh, yeah, yeah, he's definitely talking to Devin. <laughs> Hey, um, Who'd you I say think... this was from? RJ. RJ. Shout out, RJ. <laughs> Shout out to Miro. Miro Love has outkicked his coverage. Uh, <laughs> Miro. Uh, Miro. We have it all. Yeah. Some of us aren't Matt even on Cardona the field, RJ. Sure. Dick. Oh, I got one. What about the uh, dude that uh, Lisa Bliss married? Right. <laughs> yeah. Shout out He's to that. Cool. Uh, Alex Black or uh, Malachi Black? Malachi Black. Yeah. He's able yeah. to get, you know. I will say, not... uh, Sammy Guevara is definitely the answer. Seth Rollins? He outkicked his coverage fucking 
out of the stadium. Sammy's a stud. I don't know. Spanish God. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Lace sex God. That is gross. Everybody can have uh, their own uh, moniker. Hell, big, chocolate, sexy, whatever. I mean, every you. One more question here from Amy Vaughn. This came last minute today. I got a couple of questions for you guys. Number one, have you seen the Iron Claw? Not yes. yet. Two, if you did, what did you think of it? Good. And, and three, what did you think of the Ric Flair segment? Terrible. Terrible. I um, hated the Ric Flair thing. So I, I uh, nothing like him. Nothing like Ric Flair. You didn't like the movie, Mike? No, no, no. I, like the movie. I, I do have good. But no, the one Ric Flair did it for me like that. They could have used somebody else that looks. They could have used one of us. Yeah, we could yeah. have done better than that guy. So every person that's portrayed everybody in every film ever made about a story has looked exactly like the motherfucker. It's not the look. No, no. It's not even. I'm not look. talking about his look. I'm talking it's about the way. When you say he doesn't look like him, that's I didn't, what that I didn't, means. I didn't mean that. I didn't uh, say that. Visually, I didn't act like him. or sounds like him. Uh, his he couldn't even woo. He couldn't even woo. He didn't even do the yeah. woo right. No, he didn't do the woo right. He didn't even say it the way he says it. This is that, a guy who hasn't seen it. Actually, I'm just I saying. It, so um, I'm just, about the look. Just, but I keep hearing like he doesn't even look like Ric Flair. I'm like, well, fuck. Only one of them he, looks I like thought he resemb- I, th- I thought <laughs> he know? resembled him. I thought he resembled him. Uh, I, I thought just, it was shit. No, he he was the worst worst one. Um, I did like the movie. I, I think I think the young Rock had a better, better Ric Flair than that movie. I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like Young Rock had a lot that. Did not look anything like. Yeah, that dude did not look like Stone Cold. They butchered no. that up and down on social media. I, I shout out Luke Cox. Luke Cox is actually yeah, that's who that is. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying and is, wrestler. his Ric Flair looked better than what this one did. But again, I just think that it wasn't so much the look. It, he just couldn't even speak like him, and yeah, it, it he's just... really an easy guy to imitate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen a? Kenny Powers, the Eastbound and Down, that one salesman yeah. that Will Ferrell plays. Well, someone said that. Rumor has it that uh, they wanted Ric Flair as that part, and he wouldn't do yeah. it. So they got Will Ferrell to like impersonate him the whole time. And he did a great job. Hilarious. The well, outtake with the player in this. The outtake. Uh, what about that guy that uh, played Michael PSAs? See again now. Wh- who was it? He was. He was good. A shout out, Thrill Billy. Real Billy wasn't P.S. Hayes. Real Billy was, was uh, Terry Bam Gordy. Bam. Yeah, he was Terry Bam Bam. Gordy. My bad. Terry Gordy. <laughs> and shout out. Because... In the 2000s. But uh, he was in a 10 times more than MJF. He looked, he looked yeah. just like Terry Gordy to me. I thought he did good. And uh, just seeing him get pinned by uh, Jeremy Allen White <laughs> playing Kerry Von Eric. Listen, uh, I thought the movie was really good. Uh, I don't know if it was a movie I should have seen on Christmas because it is a very depressing movie. I, I didn't care so much about the height of everybody because I thought they were, it didn't matter if they're all kind of short. It doesn't matter. It's like Rocky's five, eight Rocky Balboa was five foot eight, but he, he looked like a heavyweight champion. Why? Cause everybody around him was five, eight Tom Cruise <laughs> is short as shit. And he like but, plays, you know, six feet in every movie. But in the first scene with Jeremy Allen white, he was at, in co- he was like uh, in college or he was training for the Olympics and he had his coaches next to him and they towered over him. <laughs> Jeremy Allen white's like five, six Carrie, Carrie von Erickson is six foot something. That was my only thing. I like, I like him though. Because he's a good actor and he played the part good. Um, very depressing, though. Uh, I know that there were some timeline issues that they, they knew. Uh, they combined one of the Von Erics. Chris was not in it. But I liked the movie. It's just a depressing movie for Christmas because it is. Yeah, it's not a happy ending. <laughs> um, by the way, Zach Efron, freaking jacked. Yeah. 
uh, that's it. That's it for the questions. Thank you, everybody, for submitting them. Appreciate it. Keep them coming. I love that none of them were about our match. <laughs> right. the <laughs> crew. Actually, Brad, there's one more question. I think you missed it. I might have. Uh, it's from friend of the show, Bryant Haremza. Ah, somehow uh, I missed that. Yeah, crazy. Uh, he he. His, his question was, when he first saw Petey Williams do the Canadian Destroyer, the move completely blew his mind as a wrestling move that he had just never seen before. Is there a wrestling move that you guys have seen that when you first saw it, just completely left you in awe? That's you know, a I, very good question. I will agree with you. Um, the first time I saw the Canadian Destroyer, I I, I just thought it was such a new, unique move. The uh, gets me. Oh, Frankensteiner? Oh, yeah. What's that one that, um, what was that, that one that Scott Steiner used to do? It was like the pile driver, but he just kind of dropped him. Oh, you mean the Steinerizer? Yeah, yeah. the Steinerizer. Thank God. That's just a close call. I know there's one, but I can't think of it. But I do remember watching, and I was like, holy fuck, I love that finish. But I can't remember. Uh... I remember the first one for me was Billy Kidman doing the shooting star press. Man, I'll tell you. That that the shooting star press is a scary good move. That the new guy for Chase U does it. Um, Riley Osborne, I think his name is. That was my finisher. Incredible. Yeah, shut up. On the bed, real quick. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I can't think of it off the top of my head. But I know that there's been some that are like, "Fuck, that's an innovative finisher. And it's awesome." Yeah, I I agree with you, Bryant. Or or Bryant, not you, who voice from the heavens. I remember the you first time I question. seen Code Red. That was awesome. Yeah. Shout out Code Red. Good shit. Man, I can go for some of that right now. Freaking thirsty. All right. Well, back. that's the only question I saw. So back to you, James. All right. Well, uh, I guess it's time for Devin's topic because we've already booked Mania. So it's uh, Devin. What you got for us this week? So this week, it's another edition of. No, our crew. Don't they know enough? <laughs> nope, because they don't know. Who is your favorite cruiserweight wrestler of all time? Too easy. It's uh, it's a, the easiest answer is Rey Mysterio. Booyaka Kabuyaka. I was thinking the same thing. Wow. They had a I'm lot sorry. of good ones. I, I know it's the easy answer, but it, like, he is. Psychosis, Ultimate Dragon, Eddie, obviously. You know, but my favorite? Good. Yeah. But my a lot favorite? of good ones, but Booyaka Booyaka is the first one that came to mind. Ray and Eddie. He never can have one answer. Never. Those two are great. <laughs> well, I don't have one answer either because my first one was Chris Jericho and my second one was Gregory Helms. One from WCW and one from WWE. My, hmm. my first was Ray Mysterio and then Mysterio. And this guy's not a cruiserweight per se, but shout out LaParka, man. I fucking love that dude. The chairman. You got an answer here, Mike? Hoovy Toot Guerrero. Oh, Hoovy! Got the Hoovy Juice. Hoovy Juice. Yeah, that's a great one. He, he was my favorite back in the day. Like Before yeah, Ray right. Mysterio, I loved him. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, the, the about that big-ass mask always tripped me up. Hoovy would have a four-star match every single night, but there was always one botch in it. Was <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nobody did say Dean. Yeah, nice, man. That was a good question, Devin. Yeah, it was good. Next. All right, so question number two. 
we all love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So who is your favorite Ninja Turtle? Michelangelo. Michelangelo, 100%. Really? Yeah. Right, yeah. What? Yeah, who's the badass? April O'Neil. Raphael was a badass. <laughs> you didn't give a fuck. I knew something was coming. Out. I knew something was going on there. Which April O'Neil we're talking about? That's true too. There's many versions. That is true. The the '90s one. Shatter those '90s movies, man. They don't get enough love as they should. But those '90s movies were fucking awesome. But I don't know uh, Donatello because nobody picked him. Nobody picked. Nobody picked. Uh, what's his name either? Leonardo. Leonardo. Mine's the leader. Leonardo. Uh. But why is but, Leonardo the fucking leader? Why because Michelangelo is too busy partying. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Lopiel's the badass. Donatello doesn't know which way's up. He's a smart one. I thought Donatello yeah, he's a smart was one. The, he's a smart the, one. Can never be the leader. He's like, he's like Simon of the three chipmunks. Yeah, he's too much into Raphael his Raphael can look all their asses. That may be true, but he's going to take orders. Raphael had that questionable dark side where he may always turn. So that's why he couldn't be the leader. Look at you. And a green ooze. Let's talk about the Smurf. Let's talk about the Smurfs next week. Go ahead. Kevin Nash, huh? Master Shredder. <laughs> Who knows? The next week's edition. Mm. All <laughs> right. So question number three. You're stuck in an elevator for eight hours. <gasps> Which actor would you choose to be stuck in there with you? Jack Black, Here. hands down. Zach Efron. Hands down. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be painting the walls white if Zach Efron was in there. Hell yeah. Man <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> I like Jack Black. That's a good pick. Tenacious well, D. No, Jack Black, um, because the, you, you're going to be, uh, what was that movie that he was in the elevator? And they hypnotized him. Oh, Shallow Hal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got him. <laughs> Sandy Coming in, yeah! No girls. No, no girls. It's actor. No, I intentionally said actor. Yeah, nice try, pal. Yeah, you gotta give us me too over here. Ryan Reynolds. Kevin oh, Hart. That's a good one too. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart would make me laugh. Sudeikis. Ryan Reynolds would have a serious conversation with, I feel. Ryan Reynolds can make you laugh or have a serious conversation. Yeah. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks would be fun too. He Watch was stuck the... in an elevator in uh and you got mail. Oh. <laughs> Nick's cage, I think he'd be good too. Oh, yeah. uh, he'd be fun. Yeah, I watched a, I don't ever watch 60 minutes. I watched it with him recently. Freaking he's awesome. He's got like birds just in his house flying. <laughs> <laughs> like a castle. Well, in 60 seconds, a damn good movie. Yeah, it is. What about the rock? Air, baby? He's an actor now. The Rock, true. That protein diet, I don't know. That could yeah, smell there after a while. The Rock's a pretty good answer too. Like that. One. I mean, I mean, Randy Orton did play in the Marines, so eight, eight hours. Eight hours <laughs> is a long, long time. ass time, man. It's a work shift. <laughs> That's true. The Rock may be the good answer because that would be like, hey, bro, like, uh, you know, like what. What do I need to do? Can you help me out? Like, I, you know, like I try to be like business proposition. Like, let's change both of our lives, <laughs> you know, right now in these eight hours. 
put a motherfucker on. You know what I'm saying? Put me, put him, put me on. Uh, I've only got seven, seven bucks. What can you do for me? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I've only got seven bucks. What's up? Pull out my pocket and be like, seven dollars. I've only I got, got six I'm bucks. A, Shit, I'm in worse shape. I only got six bucks. I'm hungry for a dream. You know what I'm saying? What's up, bro? Like, what you know? Can I be a cameraman or something at least? <laughs> but you have to prove your worth to these people because you know, like, that's the difference. A lot of them have shit. You have to prove provide something different that uh, you know yeah. they don't have. Play some kickout like, crew for him. No big deal. I feel right? like me and him have a brotherhood. We're in a business together. There you go. So there's a brotherhood already. Didn't we got one episode where Brad talked a lot of shit about him. Who? The Rock. The Rock? No. I play that episode. <laughs> sure we do. You don't. We got AI now that we can make it where it's Now, there like are it. some episodes where you talk some shit about Goldberg that we can oh, play for him. Shit, yeah. 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 Some. Check the archives. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's at least half the episodes, if not three quarters. For real. Wait till he's a special guest for uh, Top Guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, I will wait. And you'll back down like a baby back bitch, too. Yeah. Like <laughs> a baby wait. back bitch. <laughs> You're going to let that uh, bulldog mouth overload that hummingbird ass. Hummingbird ass. <laughs> <laughs> like a baby uh, uh. bag bitch. <laughs> well, my pick for that was Adam Sandler. He's one of my favorite comedians. So Good oh, pick, yeah. too. That would be fun. Yeah, I think he'd be a Good call. And he seems pretty down to earth. So, but True. Thank you guys for participating in another edition of Know Our Crew. I mean, we kind of have to do this your segment, so we have to, uh, you know. Be yeah. We have no choice but to do it. Here we go, James. To... Your segment. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, we have no choice to do. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, Brad put on the outline, which uh, I'm glad Devin has the right one this week. <laughs> Shout out is uh, the spirit of after a holiday hangover, because as you people are listening to this, what a great New Year's, huh? Shout out to the bowl games and uh, can't wait to see Texas beat insert name here. Bama. That being said, if you notice, Mike and Adam dipped out <laughs> when it was my turn to talk. But uh, nah, hey, man, you know, like we started uh, or I guess it was last week when I talked about, you know, new year, new beginning and all that stuff. And uh, we kind of reiterated like, hey, man, you don't have to necessarily wait to the new year to begin, uh, you know. Uh, changing your life and uh, being better, but uh, I guess uh, the way to start out, god damn, <laughs> the way to start off this new year is uh, you know, you're not gonna appreciate everything and uh, things are not gonna be awesome, but man. Sometimes just uh, you know, smile at your people and uh, let them know that you care about them, and uh, whatever you did put off until this new year, then. I hope you are uh, taking the initiative to do whatever you put off until the new year. Or are you just going to put it off again? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, in January, I'm going to do this. And then it'll be like, oh, in February, I'm going to do this. Like, you know, you can't just keep putting it off. Like, sometimes you have to, you know, make that change yourself. As uh, Michael Jackson said in The Man in the Mirror, if you want to make the world a better place, you got to look at yourself and make that change. You know, so sometimes you got to start with The Man in the Mirror. So I hope everybody uh, enjoyed the holiday festivities and maybe it was a little recharge to, uh, you know, get things going uh, for the new year. That being said, it's a new year. Yes, it is. Uh, so we got a lot of uh, exciting things, you know, 
January, February. It's a WrestleMania kicking off season. So who knows what's going to happen? Who's going to be elevated? Who's going to be a little dumped down? We don't know that. But you know what you do know is uh, every day you just keep on moving forward, baby. The holiday hangover is real because uh, you get so caught up in like the, oh, everything's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Woo, holidays. Oh, everything's pretty. You know, sleigh bells and holidays because you have like Halloween, uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas. And those are three like pretty popular holidays, especially stateside. But then there is like that dip, you know, after the holiday crash, as some would say. But you can't let that succumb, you know. You have to keep your momentum going and keep flying. Because, ah, I shouldn't have said fly to Brad. Good January. <laughs> it's an Eagles joke. I but, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, like, uh, don't let the, uh, the holiday high get you in that January low, you know, uh. Stay focused. That's what 2024. We should. It's a leap year too. We should. So there's an extra day to accomplish what you need to. But uh, just remember to stay focused, stay persistent, and keep your initiative. You know, uh, keep pushing, keep climbing, keep running. Because you know, we ain't put on this earth to walk. Put on this earth to run and fly. Damn this, said fly again. But yeah, uh, don't let the holiday uh, crash take you away, and don't lose focus. You know, stay laser focused on what you need to accomplish. Do what you need to do, what you need to do, and more importantly, do what fucking makes you happy. Because there's a lot of outside forces telling you to do this, be this way, change this about yourself. Do this. no, no, no. Take care of your business, TCLB, baby, number one, and do whatever the fuck makes you happy. And here's the thing: if you uh block out the negatives, then guess what? You allow more positives in. I mean, that's how life works, man. People are going to hate you and people are going to talk down on you. It's up to you if you listen or not. I suggest focus your attention on something else. And that way, you don't have a holiday dip, but you have a uh, New Year rise. And I just hope everybody, uh, you know, keep trucking. Don't let, uh, don't lose the initiative that you put, you said in uh, November and December. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this in the New Year. And then you don't do jack shit <laughs> when the New Year comes. Like, Stick to your goals, stick to your basics, and hey, we only got one life on this world, baby. Have fun. Enjoy with your people. Smile. And maybe uh, maybe project some of that happiness onto others because we're in this together. You know, We're humans on this earth. No matter our differences, it's our earth. <laughs> so we got to coexist. So uh, yeah, stay focused. Don't ever lose hope. Don't ever lose sight. And if things get you down, kick out it too. And if you need help, Kick out crew on uh, all your socials and, uh, you know, YouTube, Premier Streaming Network, podcast. We're here, baby. You got five friends right here. What can you do with this army behind you? You know what I mean? So strive to be better, do better, and, hey, have a fucking fun time. We've been through a lot of shit the past, like, four-ish years as humans on this earth. Let's fucking make 2024 ours. That's all I got. As Zac Efron once said... We're all in this together. Not in a bad movie, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know, it's really hot. Brad's hot takes. So, uh, Brad, can't wait to see what the, this is about. So you guys thought I turned heel before? You have no idea what's about to happen to me, Devin, and James right here. Uh-oh. 
Thank Hot take. After Brock Purdy was exposed in the last game against the Baltimore Ravens, Brock Purdy won't have another good game this year. Hot take. Bull fucking shit. <laughs> Expose my ass. We're going to say, it. by the time this episode has dropped, Brock Purdy will have already had a 300-yard game with three passing touchdowns and what does that got to do with exposing your ass? You know, he said, expose my ass. <laughs> what does that got to do with anything? <laughs> All right, James. This one's for you, pal. Hot Devin take. was riding mighty high in the group chat. You know, he's like, oh, who's doing that? There was he was like, hey, man, you need to watch out for how you play on Christmas. Oh, oh doesn't matter. Sounds like it did matter because you're shaking in your little boots now, aren't you? <laughs> you know? I'm not shaking at all. We got the <laughs> Cardinals and then the Rams. Niners are still riding. Hey, the Cardinals are a good team. team. I know they beat <laughs> one person. Uh, well, yeah, uh, Commanders will have already faced by the time this episode dropped. So the Dallas Cowboys are, after having a tremendous victory over the Philadelphia Eagles, are now in another downward spiral. The Dallas Cowboys will never achieve greatness under the leadership of Jerry Jones. Hot take. Not a hot take. I've been living that for 25 years. <laughs> <Not a hot day. laughs> I think, uh, I think it's just like it uh, is Jerry the problem. Like in all reality, no, they got a damn good roster. They got good players. It just ain't happening. There's a lot of teams that have good players and, uh, haven't won nothing. Shout out to the Eagles losing the Super Bowl last year. Shout out to the Niners, uh, losing the Super Bowl to the Chiefs. Some teams have good rosters and just doesn't happen. Eat shit. So now, of course, I'm going to pick on myself. Jalen Hurts may be a great athlete. He was a great college athlete. And he's going to be a great NFL quarterback. But a Jalen Hurts will never achieve championship status. Correct. I hope so. I hope <laughs> I hope he never wins the Super Bowl. I'm tired of seeing you assholes have a parade and eat horse shit and all that stuff. We didn't win last year. I know. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, I'm still really bitter about that one y'all did win. But uh, that's it, guys. I was just having fun this this week, picking on all three of us. But uh, it is fun that we're all in it, even though I think the Eagles are not not they're not what they we thought they were. But, I think uh, Sam Brand is uh, got it in the then, bag, but not then in the get, bag. But I don't know. I feel like Sam Fran can get in a slump, and I think Purdy is exposed. I think Dallas. Here's my hot take. I think Dallas is going to go to Tampa in the first round and lose. <laughs> I think Baker's going to have his one game where he shows out, and then they'll go in the second round and play some other team and get blown the fuck out. But I have a feeling because it's at Tampa, because Dallas has to play a road game because they didn't win their division. Even though they're going to have five more wins than Tampa, they have to go on the road and play it, and I think they're going to lose. In all actuality, I feel like the the real team that can knock off the 49ers, and this is no knock to you two. But the real team that can defeat the 49ers and upset us is the L.A. Rams. They yeah. are built to beat the Niners. And That's what they built their team around. They're playing right, well. The Ravens, but we won't meet them again until the Super Bowl if we are. To yeah, because the Rams have oh, to play. Them again in their month. Because uh, division teams are beat to are built to beat other division teams. So Devin, you might be onto something there. And the Rams have to face the 49ers week 18, the final week of the year. So that could completely knock off the Niners and make us a two or three seed. And put the Eagles at number one, do. which is so but sad. The, we Detroit may be MCDC. We're playing nobody. Detroit could fall into number one 
And then I realistically could see the 49ers having to play the Rams the very next week in the wild card round. And the Eagles are playing the Cardinals to the fan. and the Giants. Well, what I don't want to get too much into football. Didn't you lose to the Jets all, or something? Before. Like, never say never. I thought you lost oh. Arizona. We did. That's why I said <laughs> waiver a week two. You play Arizona, you're talking shit. Listen, I don't think we're good. <laughs> I've been saying anyway. this all season. <laughs> Real quick on what Adam just said. Uh, me and Eric are hopefully going to be at the Washington Commanders versus 49ers game. So I hope the Commanders do not upset the 49ers because that what would you mean, make hopefully? a long drive Why home. wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you be there? Because uh, I'll talk after. Oh, God. Gosh, she's not delivering that day, is she? <laughs> Erica is not pregnant. No. Yet. That'll not be a lot of travel when you're not half months pregnant. I get it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in Sammy, Sammy Dowling or whatever to the, the world. I'm right. fucking 26 years old. I don't want to have a kid. When what I'm does like, that mean? Oh, it's yeah, not no one's what ever you had... want, bro. You're married now. <laughs> no one's ever had a kid want. at 26 before. It's so, so young. Yeah, uh, time you have it, it'll be 27. My mom was 16 when she had me, so right, I always thought I'd be my, I'd be 16 or hey. 18 or. Now I'm taking years later. The younger the better. Now. The exactly. The better. So then I can enjoy my life the rest of the years. Yes, exactly. That's true. Mike's gonna be booting them kids out when they're 18, and he'll be what, like, you know, 40s, maybe 50, <laughs> and he'll be like, "Fuck, it's vacation time." I'm 47. Yeah, right. My youngest is 17, so time to party. All my kids on their 18th birthday, some happy birthday to you. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> the people at work make fun of me. They're like, yeah, you're going to fuck up and get, make a kid at like 40. I'm like, man, fuck. So I'd have to wait till like 58 till they're gone? Yeah, right. I'm going to make it to 58? You know? Shit. The answers are probably not. <laughs> you know? I'm saying, anyway, Mike, I got a question oh boy. for you too, Brad. If your kids live and Adam, if your kids lived in your house until you're 21, which is what I did, I lived with my parents when I the weekend I turned 21, I moved out. If your kids stayed until they're 21, do you have a problem with it? No, not, not if they're going to school, though. No. First off, they can't, none of them can afford to live on their own right now. Everything's too damn expensive. There's just no right. option for them right now. 21. Okay. As long as you guys just something. were all stern about that, so that's why I was like, "You're just being sarcastic." Yeah, right? I, yeah, yeah, being sarcastic. As long as they're doing I really don't see. Yeah, I don't see them ever moving out. Yeah, if they're going yeah. to be here at 21, 22. They're going to chip in on that rent. I know that. I know this. I live in a shoebox, and no one can afford it. <laughs> yeah, I moved. Uh, I moved out to go to college and stuff. Moved back in with my mom at twenty three. Yeah. I didn't move to Florida till thirty two. Right. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Tough living, man. It's tough. It's tough out How there. How long have you been in Florida? <laughs> Six years now. Yeah. Next time <laughs> I go to Disney, I'll visit you. <laughs> Bullshit. Everybody says that, and they never do. Was that Adam? I asked Devin if this was his demographic. Ask him where everybody lives. <laughs> no, my demographic is actually starting with the one and only Scott Too Hot Taylor. Debuting Scotty for too AEW, Scotty too hottie. He came out I with his actual, yeah, his his old uh, Attitude Era theme song. It was fantastic. It it was you'd only see clips of it on YouTube and stuff and on X, but it's fantastic to see. Maybe we'll see him on the actual main roster someday. Well, but he was teaming, 
How no, this doing? was right before Dynamite. He teamed uh-huh. with Billy Gunn and the Acclaimed to take on the Gunn Brothers, Jake Hager, and Matt Bernard. And they why would they, they air this? How, how did he do in the match? So that's the question. They said he did the worm and everything in the match. So why would they air that? That's a good question. I don't it should have been on Rampage or something. Would you say, it, Adam? I know he's not signed. I think it might be just a tryout thing, maybe. Bro, um. There's a lot of people that aren't signed. I, that's weird to me. Yeah, good point. He's he's actually been working as an agent behind the scenes the last I think month now. Yeah. And that was in Orlando, man. I didn't go. Thank you. I mean, Thunder Rosa beat Britt Baker and wasn't signed. It's just very odd to me they didn't put him on air. Here's here's the thing too. They 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 got the rights for his song, and they also got the rights for Hardcore Holly's song. But freaking, he loves doing that, doesn't he? <laughs> Buying that, all that music up. But why get Hardcore Holly's original music? Is he going to make a comeback? Mm. It'd be great to see Bob Holly at some point. Yeah, Call it a comeback. Hey, shout out to... Uh... Hey, I got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to, uh, what is that, uh, Living Color, the company that did uh, Cult of Personality? Because uh, they've had that rights bought like two times in the past like two years. Yeah, shut up. Keeping them relevant. Making that money. Right, number two in my demographic. On, not last week, but the previous week's Raw, you might have seen Gunther say to Kaiser and uh, Vinci, that's his teammate, I knew I'd get it eventually, say to to Kaiser and Vinci that he's going on a couple-week hiatus, so those two need to straighten up. I just want to give a shout out to Gunther's family because he is now a father. So congratulations! Is it, is it to Jenny guys. or their name? I'm um, I'm not too sure. I like to keep it kayfabe. You are so. correct, James. You are correct. Hey, Fabe, keep it kayfabe. No, because we posted it. <laughs> freaking, freaking Gunther, the biggest heel in the world, <laughs> talking about how happy he is with his family. Freaking kayfabe is blown. Of all people, old school Gunther is freaking breaking K Fabe. For real. Well, we're still saying Gunther, not his real name. Shout out to, I would say shout out to (laughs) WHW and Bruce for kind of obviously K Fabe's been blown in uh, the previous, uh, you know, a Mm. lot previously, but I think that something to wrestle and then you got like 83 weeks and all that stuff. Right. Learn more about the behind the scenes, you know, than ever. I like it. I think it's more it it brought me back into wrestling listening to the shit that used to happen behind the scenes like holy fuck this is a this is exciting <laughs> you know I'm with it is. You. I that's the reason we're part of this right now all yeah. of us but, on camera so stuff number is three amazing. behind the scenes is really intriguing number three in ten days we have the return of TNA. I've talked about it, but that's what today's episode was all about. So I wanted to bring it up again in the demographic. Was that today's agenda? Holy shit, I didn't do it. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the end of the episode getting our today's agenda. Wait, <laughs> with TNA upon uh, us. Is that 10 days from today or 10 days from after when this episode drops? 10 days from the episode's airing date. Yeah. One. 14 2024 is when tna returns shout out and then my fourth and final demographic 
What are we doing? Shout out to Brogan Finley. Adam's worked a match or two of his, and he's been all over the independent scene. But Brogan Finley is well-earned, but he just finally earned himself a WWE contract. So congrats. Shout out to everybody. And that will conclude my Devin's demographic for the week. Back to you, James. I like it. Four, uh, four good topics there, you know. But I guess it's time to uh, worm it on over to uh, what we're doing uh, next week. Back to you, Devin. Say the match. So, next week, we are going to see one of my favorite matches from the year 2023 when Chad Gable took on the defending Intercontinental Champion, Gunther. I thought we didn't talk about current stuff. (laughs) Yeah, that's an inside joke for all you guys. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm excited. I love that match when it came on. They just showed it again this past Monday with the review show. Um, Look, Chad Gable, we may not have him high on our list, but he put on a great match for sure. I'm excited. I'm telling you, I think if they give him him the spot, I think he can do something. Oh, easy. Is that the only match? Yeah, that's the only match that's long. Shout out to one match. (laughs) Shout out to one match. The correction corner next week. Can't wait. Can't. That is I don't know where Adam or Mike went, but it just goes on and on, my friend. That's what I think. Sometimes we're debating that list in my head. I just hear that uh what is that? Uh the lamb chop or whatever, you know. <laughs> that is a segment that doesn't end. Like, cause you can't there's no like right or wrong list, so it's just like it's never ending. Can't wait to do it one more time. You know what else we're gonna do one more time? This show, because you'll see us next week as Devin echoes. <laughs> you know, you can hear it. On the, on watch, on premiere.com. Maybe. <laughs> Do want to thank uh, everybody for joining us. I uh, want to shout out uh, you guys, you know, good stuff. Uh Glad that uh, the engine keeps it rolling, baby. You know, we're just shoveling coal in that engine, and we're coming right on down the tracks. And guess what? Doesn't look like we're stopping either. We got a good thing going. Uh, we're glad that the, the fans are here for the ride with us because, uh, hey, we're not anything without y'all. You know why? Because it's your show. So uh, be sure to tune in next week. Be sure to uh, Be sure to tell your friends. You know, be a friend and tell a friend. Or tell whoever, like we covered last week, uh, you know, about the show. Reach us uh, on all the socials. Kick out crew. And um, uh, anybody else have any uh, last words? Closing words? Happy New Year. You know why? You know why it's going to be a happy new year? Because, hey, what if, hypothetically, some things just push you down? And you're like, how the fuck can I continue on like this? Man, it's the holidays and it's everything. And then there's a new year. Oh, bah humbug, woe is me. No, no. There is no woe is me. You know why? Because with the power of uh, your kickout crew of maniacs, <laughs> you know, 
uh, behind you, guess what? You gotta gotta hulk up a little bit. And what happens when you hulk up? You look that motherfucker in the eye, and you say, "Ha, not today, bitch. This ain't happening." And you kick out it too, and you get up, and you do the hot tag or a hot move, and then you are the one pinning them for the three. But the only way that happens is if you kick out it too, because that's what we do, and that's what you do on your show, baby, the Kickout Crew. And like we always say, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Run.